Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. Está en la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. Probably three, four weeks of wrestling we've ever had. 
G1 Climax, for the weeks. Noah N1. Turned like two months. <laughs> yeah, from uh, so Stardom kicks back off on the 5th. Uh, the Champion Carnival on the 12th, the G1 and the, the Noah N1 uh, on the 18th. For the working man. And they all go until uh, middle to end of October. And then also September 21st, let's not forget, we got Dangerous Gate 2020. And that yeah. was where last year we saw steps. the emergence of uh, of Ben K. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. So who don't, like... Do, Can you not hear me? see Ata get kicked out of uh, R.E.D.? I don't think so. I really don't. Um, it could be if they want to have that face, but he's such a scummy heel. I still think Big R is probably um, a more apropos choice to push uh, that face. That's yeah, just me. Though. I, I, you know, and I thought about that more too because I remember you had mentioned that before. And the one positive by doing uh, doing because he this, has to change his whole pick. If isn't that one of the tips? He has to go to back mm-hmm. to like original name, his OG name. He's got to his hair. He like has all of this against him besides eight of ours, uh, where he has to you know, give up the challenge. But uh, yeah, he has, like so many restrictions. Uh, uh, Shimizu. Yeah, it's uh, I'm just kind of going over the, the main storylines behind it. Uh, Dangerous Gate will feature a six-way steel cage survival match between Yamato, Kai, Eita, BB Hulk, Big R, Shimizu, and Masato Yoshino. Um, oh, stipulations of the match, as you mentioned, if Ata didn't escape first, he would have to defend to open the Dreamgate champion against a member of Dragon Gate. If he lost the match, he would have to join Dragon Gate. So Ata, if he doesn't win first, he's got to defend. And if he loses, he has to join the Dragon Gate Alliance. So he has to leave Red and join yes, that. Yes, that's what it was. Yep. Uh, Kai would be forced to leave Dragon Gate if he lost and join RED if he escaped first. So if you're Kai... Do you want to get out of there right away and not have to worry about things? Or uh, do you want to just get out and just be just say, screw it, I'll just go to red? Like that's it's a it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. Do you think I could could kind of fit into red uh as easily as BB Hulk kind of slid into it, the situation? He could. I think he could. And you know, here's here's the ringer that you could use it on. If they already have it set up where they know, or they've already talked to Kai and they're like, look, man, we want you in here. And they just immediately help them to add a new member. Uh huh. You know, but then you're risking, well, now you got, now Ace is going to have to defend the strap. So now you're really that's in a, how, oh, it's a good dynamic. RED, by the way, is like um, the whole, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, theory of, of defeat character, how, you know, whoever you. You know, they, uh, that his opponent goes back to the original, you know, aspect they were, one of the different variations. It's like whenever you join R.E.D., you automatically turn into a, uh, a giant piece of scum. <laughs> so, I Kai, do I don't know if I could see that, but, I mean, it, it, like you said, it could totally work. Um, Yamato I guess I would... don't want to see that. Yeah, and, and I, I, like, I like seeing Kai kind of be... You know, I mean, he's had that same gear for I can't even think how long. <laughs> you know, so I almost kind of don't want to see him not in the black, white, and gold. Um, Yamato would be forced to wrestle in plain white briefs, shoes, and socks, and cut his hair off if he lost. Oh, uh, no, not the hair. 
<laughs> yeah, he's got. He's got. I'm doing the part right now uh, for you, Mako. <laughs> and so, <laughs> BB Hulk will be forced to revert to his real name, uh, yep. Terumasa Ishihara, and join the Mochizuki Dojo as a rookie if he lost. So he Whoa. has to turn back into a young boy if he loses. Um, if Masato Yoshino loses, he would be forced to retire and subsequently face Doi in his retirement match while also having to shave his hair. And for Shimizu, he would be forced to shave part of his hair and revert to oh. his original ring name, Ryotsu Shimizu. Okay. So this will be interesting. So the entry order for this is uh, Big Argo's in number one, Kai in two, Eita's in third, BB Hulk's in fourth, Yamato's in five, and Masato Yoshino comes in last. Um, the six competitors entered in the order based on the numbers drawn as part of a match on August 12th, with the first and second competitors starting. Third enter after five, fourth after four, fifth and sixth entering after three minutes. A competitor can escape the cage by climbing to the top and retrieving a flag. The match mm-hmm. starts with one flag, with another being added as the next competitor enters the match. The fifth and final flag was added when the sixth and final competitor enters the match. Wow. I'm, I'm kind of ready about the storyline as well. You say I didn't see the great Ata win the strap against uh, you know, one of the, the wrestlers of 2020 so far, uh, former uh, uh, KK champion, Naruki Doi. Uh, a, I'm intrigued he's not in this. B, why are there three REP members in this? Just because yeah. they raised war against, you know, Dragon Gate and, and Toramon? And then my, you know, next question to you is, is then, you know, why is there only three options? Two R.E.D. members and then two and two uh, out of the other, uh, you know, factions, quote-unquote. Yeah, it's, it's interesting how it's going to get in there. Um, so you're right. One of them probably won't be a part of, you know, uh, R.E.D. when it comes all, all down to it. That, and that's kind of where I'm thinking this is going to go, too. I'm intrigued, too. I'm looking at the other It's a matches. real extreme diffusion of a decision to make. <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> Um, we get Ben K, uh, Strong Machine J, and Dragon Daya. Dragon Daya! Defending the six-man <laughs> tag titles, the open triangle gate against Takashi Yoshida, Kazuma Sakamoto, and Diamante. And then also we have Jason Lee and Kota Minora defending the twin gate titles against Susumu Yokosuka and Dragon King. So this has yeah. been a pretty fun card already. Yeah. You know, this is going to happen after we've seen two or three nights of other tournament uh, action. I... I can't wait to, to, to get into them. Um, since they're starting so quick, and I know we're going to have a little more time, um, we have so much to review and to talk about that we're going to have to just speed run a lot of it. Um, with the N1 and the no one announced yet for the G1, do we want to mm-hmm. push that out till next week since we have two weeks on those and maybe just run through the Champion Carnival quick before we start reviewing everything? Yes, because like you said, Champions Carnival starts next uh, next week on the twelfth. Yeah, the Champions Carnival starts on the twelfth. Yes. Oh, we should have a show before then because I leave for Duluth on Friday and we'll be back by Monday. But we could definitely, just in case, and we can, some Champions we can go. So I'll I'll run through the blocks real quick and I'll run through the dates of the tournament. There's only one real date. I kind of want to talk, just touch on because of how great is it, it the 15th. Be. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to <laughs> go over I know that, that card. For sure. I know that I, card by heart. 
I have the 15th. uh, So I printed out this nifty little Champions Carnival booklet off the internet, and I have uh, the 15th completely highlighted every single match. (laughs) I thought you were going to say you had that day off as well. Um, I'm going to probably do it so I can watch the show live. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. We'll, we'll, we can get to it. We'll talk about it next week because we have so much to review. But I just want to go over these blocks here because I think, yes. you know, I love I love how strong the blocks are. It, it sucks it's only five guys, but I get it. Um, you know what's going on. Now, I wish now that Koji Doi has joined All Japan and they let him uh, just decimate everybody in his uh, debut when he joined Infant's three blade that mm-hmm. he could have been in it because my God, is he good? And I can't wait for you to see him. Him and Eichemann were like the two main people that were against Infant's three blade and Russell one. Oh, okay. So, so you could of those... totally bring that across. Yeah. And it's like, I understand why you put him in Infant's because that all the Russell one guys have gone there. So it makes sense why he joins the, the group, mm-hmm. but, um, he was so, so good going against him. When Kumarashi joined Infants, him and Koji Doi were, uh, used, were they tagged as Kumadoi, and he turned on him and joined Infants. But you know, you get rid of that and just let him run heel with these guys, and you put Kumadoi back. There's your team <laughs> against the Giants. Because oh, man, cool. I, I, I can't wait for you to to watch that show from the 29th. And watch how – and this is this is proof, too, in what other companies can't do. This is how you bring a guy into your company and debut him because he annihilated these people. It was great. Ooh. So you'll have to check that out. But uh, yeah, Champions Carnival, Block quick A – Quick question, though. Quick question. Yeah. How come no one buddy brings up – you know, how they always talk about counter-programming, you know, here in the States with the WWE and whatever else, obviously, All Elite Wrestling being, you know, the prime example – uh, but how come they don't, you know, like you said, uh, the All Japan show was on the uh, 29th there, the same day as New Japan Summer Strungle and, uh, what was it, Jingo? Um, yep. So how come that's not kind of a big deal? Obviously, during Wrestle Kingdom, uh, you know, that's a different story. That's like their WrestleMania week, you know, essentially, um, it seems like. But but how come, you know, we, we've seen, you know, different companies, DDT, uh, you know, all Japan or whatnot, you know, go on the same day as we just witnessed last Saturday. Is it just because the fandom is so different as we learn from, you know, the Vice documentaries or just because no one cares because there's more important stuff at the moment? I think part of it, too, is they do a good job of doing shows the same day, but but di- differently. Like part of the reason why I only watched that tag match was because I didn't realize it started at 830 our time. So it was like a primetime show. Um, and I just didn't realize it. And I turned on to, to see what time in the morning it started. And as I'm doing it, I'm seeing Miyahara come to the ring. And I was like, oh, shit. It was at 11.30 a.m. Japan. <laughs> Whereas, you know, then Jingu started at, you know, 3.30 their time or whatever it was. Or 5.30, <laughs> I think their time. So 4.30 ours. But they do a good job of. It's, I don't think they intentionally are working together, but I think when they book these shows, they go, okay, they're running this time on this day, so let's run it this time so people can see everything. Because they want mm-hmm. their fans to see the wrestling. Um, you know, the only time I can ever think about, and you bring up Wrestle Kingdom, was Noah this year decided to run both both days of Wrestle Kingdom at Corican at the same time, and they sold out. Uh, oh, they wow, had really? one of their highest drawing shows. Yeah, that was the uh, when Shiazaki beat Kiyomiya for the title on January 4th. 
but that's the only time I've ever really seen that. Like when we went to Tokyo, there was the only thing that had two shows running at the same time was the day we arrived. So we didn't go to any show um, at Shinkiba first ring. Stardom was running at the same time as zero one. And that's the only time I've seen it. Okay. Um, I mean, the, some of the smaller indies like six, six, six and heat up and things like that'll run at the same time as other shows. But you know, it tends to see a lot of these big shows, and, and I think they know their fans are going to come back and watch it, too, which is why I like, I mean, dude, it's, it's, so NXT does this Super Tuesday thing of a Jew to do whatever, and then and Triple H to point out that we, we don't worry about the other competition. Tell me why they decided to do a special <laughs> edition replay the same time on Wednesday as, as AEW, and they put it on the Sci-Fi channel. You are calling they're, trying to, they're trying to get those Kane ECW champion numbers, bro. Let's be <laughs> like, real. What sci-fi hasn't shown wrestling in ages yet? You're randomly going to put it on there just because yeah. you can't counter program AEW. Like, get out of here. AEW still almost cracked a million too. They had nine hundred thirty-five thousand this week. Oh, I did not check the numbers. I know uh, NXT did pretty well, uh, especially when, you know, you're promised a new champion after a 60-minute four-way Ironman match. Take that, Tenet. <laughs> and, and once again, this is why I, I told you, ugh, this match is going to suck because I knew they weren't going to give you a chance. No, and, and the funny thing is the match didn't suck. It's like the movie, Christopher Nolan's new movie, Tenet. It didn't suck. It was good. But then it just scratches your head because it's so confusingly dumb. Like how it's just trying to explain or the finish. And you're just like, wait, I just went through all that two and a half hours where I, I kind of guessed everything within the first hour. I was like, okay, I get it. Like an imbecile couldn't, you know, pinpoint what, what you know, what would happen. It was like the same thing with this. And then like within the last five minutes, I'm like, shit, they're not going to finish, are they? Like I was really... Just like really concerned, and then Balor gets the pin. Like, oh my God, tight! It was like three seconds. I was like, wait, why are they getting? Oh no, real? Oh, uh, oh, uh, and then we're out of time. Like it was like the exact same thing. Where I'm like, okay, <laughs> see you next week. But I will say what I do appreciate the intensity that Sir William or Lord William Regal brings to the table when a he's announcing said match or b announcing. Uh, that a one-on-one match for next week with uh, Finn Balor and Adam Cole fighting for the NXT Championship. Uh, his intensity, bar none, uh, hypes me the f up. That's for sure. <laughs> you want to fight? You're gonna get to fight. You manga. You're gonna get the prince who hails from Ireland, but also from Japan, where my son is training, and not at the performance center. Finn Balor and you manga. Balor. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, manga. You manga. Bro, like, I, I don't know who's going to win. Do you even bureau, bro? Uh, 20% off right now. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. 20% off your order using promo code Labor Day. Boom shakalaka, Ryan. We got a new shirt. We got a yeah. new green or a different color. So are we wanting to have it uh, two times in two colors, like same shirt in two colors, or do you want me to change the gold to green? Or what kind of green do they have? Well, we'll talk later. 
Okay, yeah. You guys don't need to hear the backstage politics behind this. That's so for the tight ass shirt. Patreon. You better get a limited edition. Get that yellow. Get that gold. Yeah, it shirt's tight, man. Green. Green we, we, we were, uh, we're the hidden co- cheat code in uh, NBA Jam. Like Bill Clinton yes, was. You can, get, you can get us on there. You remember the Charlotte Hornets? <laughs> with that, with the big hornet. Yeah, that was tight. Shout out to uh, I, I showed Jen the shirt and she goes, "Hi, he drew you in your Staples clothes." And I was like, "Oh, I am wearing my Staples pullover." <laughs> 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 I mean, my Office Depot pullover. I laughed pretty hard. Uh, uh, it's funny as that was when I had long hair, um, <laughs> which I do not have anymore. But that was it reminds me of the the good days. Uh, but again, yeah, now uh, you're, uh, you're like a bottle. Heck yeah. Over there. Uh, 20, not, not, not since that picture was taken. That's what I was like, shit, homie. Holy shit. <laughs> well, hopefully you uh, got it. You know, I, I look at this here. So, Suama, Zeus, Jake Lee, Kumarashi, and Jiro Eichelman, Kurochio. Who do you pick? Who do you pick out of that? Five men. Like, it's kind of a blessing that it's only a 10 tournament this year. Because, I mean, everybody's going to get their ish in, and it's a lot of, like, I don't know who's going to win this time. Yeah, and we're not going to have, like, the, the random, like, Johnny Valletta beating Kento Miyahara crap. Where was, oh, like, yeah. you, that's like the Fale always beating Tanahashi thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fale always beating Tana. Uh, is you know, is I, Kuma Arashi the, uh, the, the Fale of Blake? That's a pretty good Fale. Is he going to get a... I, I am a fan of his now. Kind of watching that that uh, memorial show, I was like, "Holy shit, who's this guy?" Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, what what could be an upset in that A block? Really, I think it's just a pat on uh, on the viewers' backs, on the fans' backs. I I should say, just because who the hell wants to predict a winner? Let's just see how the hell this plays out. Am I right? Yeah, I I kind of have my thought that. I'm picking Jake Lee. I think he's going to go three and one losing to Suwama. And then I think Suwama and Zeus are, I think, I think Suwama's going to lose to Eichmann. I'd like a roll up. And then I think you can, you can have Zeus beat uh, Suwama kind of just like, like Suwama beating the R where it doesn't hurt him. Yeah. And then that way, Jake Lee, because I think Jake Lee's winning the whole thing. And then he gets a second shot at Suwama, and then he wins. I'll tell you what, though. That that last show, though, um, when you get to check out that stuff that I was telling you about, yep. Jake Lee had some fire for once. Like, I don't know what got what happened in this show, but he had some fire going. Is it because they like, told him, get some fire, or you're not winning the carnival this year? <laughs> yeah, like, this is your chance to prove yourself. Uh, Man. I, you, you might want to step into it. Cause it was, I was like, all right, man, this is what I'm talking about. Like, uh, yeah, it was from the thirtieth. I'm sorry, I said the 29th. It was from the thirtieth. Oh, but I tell no you what, man. Uh, I want to. I just want to pull up that. Pull it up though. It was um. Where was that? It's, yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, Fuminori Abe and Jake Lee took on Zeus and Izanagi, and Jake Lee was in there with Zeus, and he was just like, bring it. It was awesome. Like I was like, there we go, man. So we've been waiting for out of you. Now I don't know if it'll last, <laughs> but you know he showed some fire. I just I think he's gonna win. <laughs> he has the Randy Orton of all Japan. <laughs> you know, and it 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 sucks to get your eyes for it. Yeah, because 
at the at the Aoki show, he botches that that power bomb spot, oh, and it was the finish too, which is the worst part. And then he um, the beat he down Kento finish. <laughs> He's just like uh, he gets him back up, <laughs> and then he he uh, he botched again trying to get Eichmann up for a power bomb in the the tag title match on the thirtieth, and you can see how frustrated he is, but. You know, is it a part worked. of the story? Do you think, or is it like legit, oh. real? Do you think they're going to play that into a storyline that we'll never know until we read the translations on Twitter through storyline? Uh, I think it's just Father Time catching up, but wow, I, think I know it's crazy. Well, he, I mean, he's had two ACL surgeries. Oh, okay. You know, each leg he's had one on. Like, he's oh he has God. had a lot of and, – and he goes so hard. Like, you can see in his face how hard he – and I think I think watching – He's a double champion. Boxes, That's the other thing, you know. And his tag mm-hmm. matches, it's not like he's going against, you know, like the, the headbangers or the flying yeah. nuns. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're beating people. I mean – yeah, they, beat, I, you know, they took out Eichmann and, and Tenso. I mean, and, yeah. and you could genuinely see him getting frustrated. And I think as crazy as it is, these two botches made me appreciate Suwama even more because I'm watching him going, man, this dude works that hard. And even through like, and, and think of how much this dude's got to be struggling. Where You know, yeah. when things just catch up to you. Like, I was like, damn, yeah, like, man, I, You're going to carry our company, by the way. Like, yeah. By the way, Shuji Shikawa, he lost some weight. He looks fantastic. Apparently, he was trying to trying to get some uh, pressure off those knees because he's got some bad knees too, and he shed like 15, 20 pounds. He must have learned something from Naito from uh, the Jingo performance. <laughs> when he sent me that, he when he countered his own move. Seriously, <laughs> I was like, kids. What are you doing? He loves evil so much. He was like, I'm going to make you look good. I'm going to counter my own finisher. <laughs> but uh, the show I wanted to bring up, and then we can start getting to these reviews, uh, Cork and Hall on the 15th, Yuma Aoyagi and Yoshitatsu, Kento Miyahara against Shitaro Ashino, Juice against Aikaman, and Suwama versus Jake Lee. Like, that is, that's a show of the year type show. Yeah. That is, if you... That's like that I won in Dallas G1 last year. <laughs> yeah. Well, and this is what I, like, this is what I expect as a home stretch from, like, Dominion. You know, not Okada versus Yujiro. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, this is where, like, third from the top, you're getting Eichmann and Zeus type shit. Like, that's what I'm talking about. It's going to be a, ba- <laughs> this show is going to be a banger. And I cannot wait to see Zeus just not care at all about Eichmann. Oh, and God, though. No. The best part, too, is um, what you got to see when you check out the 30th, is after the tag title match, they kind of did like last year where all the participants kind of came in the ring and cut a quick promo. And Jake Lee was like, he said something, like he said like maybe eight, nine words. And then Zeus just walks up and takes the mic out of his hand. And, and Jake Lee's like, what? <laughs> like, I... Like, Zeus just punched him out like the geek he is. And Jake, Jake Lee legitimately looked confused. Like, he didn't know that was going to happen. And Zeus is just, like, gives him this stern look and, like, basically tells him to shut his mouth. And then he just spikes the mic to the next guy. 
Oh, that's great. Awesome. So, out of the original 18, the only ones we're really, you know, kind of missing, you know, where we would want to see in this would be uh, Irie and and Segura, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Kai, I love, don't get me wrong, but let's be real. I mean, he'll get a couple of surprise wins, but, you know, he's not going to win it all. But, I mean, Irie, Irie, you know, and and Segura, those, those are the two heavy hitters that we're missing, right? Yep. I think Davey would have been cool in this, too. I don't know. He's like a punk bitch, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, W and all that. I'm like, oof. He does do this with with companies. Uh, not good. And, and, not good burning bridges. And that's part of it, too, is by, because um, the fact that, you know, obviously, Segura's in the end one, so there's no way he could have done it all. I was hoping they would have tried so to grab the biology last year. Yeah, that dude's like, I'll work every day of my life. He he works the, the Big Japan Strong Tournament, and then he comes over and goes, all right, just book me four straight nights in, in, <laughs> in your champion carnival, and then I'll take a couple off to go work the other one. You remember when uh when Yuji Okabayashi uh, chopped uh, Miyahara off the apron in that six-man? <laughs> he was getting so mad at him. Why was Miyahara Yoshihashi in that match? It was it was great, and and Miyahara is so good. <laughs> oh, at, like, totally playing it. He like it. when he when he's reaching for the tag, and Okabayashi just chops him in the chest instead of tagging him, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then tags in uh, uh, Eichmann. It was Eichmann, wasn't it? Jake Lee, Jake Lee, yeah. Um, <laughs> And the is giving him like, "What the hell are you doing?" And he's like, "Just shut up." <laughs> and he's like, "Pat," and he's like, "Come on, man, stop! This entrance is ridiculous." <laughs> the best way to start a match, it really is. Oh my god! And, and once again, it completely, it completely builds to what I was saying when I when I had Okabayashi into uh, where like where I had him slotted like. As wrestler of the year, because then he shows up at the Sayoki show and he's just as good as he ever was. Like he might have been the star of that match. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I would say him, yes, for sure. I mean, I was saying Irie looked good, Ishikawa looked good, honestly. Uh, Suwama looked good, minus you know the power bomb spots that you mentioned. Um, I don't know. I thought everyone looked good, even Miyahara being you know the. The you know the fall guy literally in this match. Like again, it, it defies all logic. But so does you know Kazuchika Okada making up a match tournament and a four way match, then getting low blows in the, in the you know the dick and then loses to his own stablemates. Alex, it's I twenty twenty four reason. I I take it we're I'm pulling up my uh, my. Uh... Match grades and results from the summer struggle at Jingu Stadium from the 29th here, Alex. One of the one of the weirdest shows. It was it was like two hours. Yeah, I had two matches at four or higher. Whoa! Not gonna lie, I did not watch the Wano match because I assumed you would hate it. And then you said he botched his own finish into a finish? <laughs> yeah, and then he lost. I was like, they, they, I couldn't believe they had this him lose again. I love it. It's so great. He lost to the heel master? 
Yeah, I, I oh, do. There could only be one master to survive, whether it was the grand or the heel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, was that the build for it? Please tell me that was. No, no, I don't think it was. <laughs> Gendo, what is your problem? Get get a hold of Cook here. <laughs> so we had Master Wato uh, losing via victory roll to Yoshinobu Katamaru uh, with two and a half on it. Uh, I, wow. In my parentheses, I have Wato spikes the ref. And then he does the Gura Magakari, which is Kagetsu's finishing move <coughs> for a near fall WTF. Ooh. That's, that's like Saki. It's Mark. Like, how are you going to do that move? And then it's only a, a two count. Because <laughs> he's. Is he the new Yoshihashi? Yoshihashi's winning gold. This guy's botching finishes, losing to Kanamaru, which we love the heel master here at WrestleCats Radio. But my God. If you're the new it guy, you should be losing to the heel master. He's here. <laughs> Elevate you. Uh, you know, Demetrius the other day said it best. He goes, "How come he was better when he was uh, when he was uh, a young lion?" Yeah, Guado. <laughs> yeah, right, Guado. <laughs> like, and he can't throw a kick. He's a karate grandmaster, and he can't throw a good kick. No offense, I love you, Zeke Nasty. But if uh, Isaiah was a wrestler, he would be Master Wano. <laughs> well, then they always do that terrible, like, like slow move across his face, and it's like he's just standing there looking there, and he's got his one eye going one way and his other going the other way. Oh like, man, what just, is it, safe grade? So bad. I'm like, why are you? Slow panning and Hey, I'm going to have a confession right now, live on, on blogtalkradio.com uh, forward slash strong style media. Um, I have yet to watch one second of a Master Watto match. I don't even think I watched the full promo. I watched like 40 <laughs> seconds. of like, nope. I'm out. Blue hair, nope. Uh, this, this, just, this, this came in. Don't do Zeke like that. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Isaiah comes walking off the plane in Vegas and some overhead voice is like, Way of the Grandmaster and he does like the John Cena thing and, <laughs> and then he goes to get his bag. <laughs> How crazy is it that I miss John Cena, by the way? Hey, look, it's, I, I, I always said, you know, if you look at the last decade, he's probably 2A or 2B behind Okada. Whether you, I don't care if you put him above or behind Tanahashi, but it's the truth. Man. But just watching, like, all these retrospectives and, you know, kind of things that involve Cena, whether it's from 15 years ago to two years ago, hell, to even WrestleMania, I'm just like, holy shit. And Bleep Watto... He is straight trash, hardcore ass. Whoa. <laughs> that was from Demtris. Somebody tells all the white women. Baby. Straight ass. Hardcore ass. Hardcore that's tight. That's like uh oh, <laughs> not any longer. <laughs> that's awesome. Remind me to tell you the story about the crank. Uh oh. Jordan just chimed in now. He's listening. He said Watto is the future. Oh, man. <laughs> Way of Matt, the grand Indeed. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. We, we got to hear this story. Come on. About the crank? 
So, <laughs> so let's okay. I'm trying to think of how to say this without saying names because it's okay. so, it's like people, somebody I know, and so we were talking about um, somebody who or about, about a woman. <laughs> no, no, it's not Sue Williams. Shout out, shout out. About a a woman uh, on WWE programming uh, oh. who's super hot, but they. They make her instead. She plays like a witch instead of being really hot. And oh. um, if you know who, who I'm talking about, and uh, uh, I was talking to Doof and Jordan, and we were playing, playing uh, I think Call of Duty or something. And he's like, Doof's like, man, she's so hot. And I was like, did you know so and so dated her? And he like did like a spit take, and he's like, bullshit. There's no way that guy pulled her. I said, yeah, like, they they dated for a couple of years. And wow. his exact exact words was that dude must have a twelve inch crank. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> oh man! And ever since then, I cannot stop using "crank" as another word for a penis. Yeah, I greatest script I've ever heard in my life. I, <laughs> I go to that whatever now and then. That's like 1980s uh, novel erotica type stuff. If you ever find that at a random relative's house, it's the craziest thing ever. <laughs> Wait, finding what? Oh, it's just a book, and then it's like erotica, but in novel form. It's like, we met in a barn, and then I'm like, whoa, what? You're like nine years old, and it's like cranks and dwarfs and all these other <laughs> random adjectives for wangs, and you're like, whoa, nine years old, what's going on here? I almost wish you would have said Watos instead of Wangs. <laughs> Watos. All I can picture is this, this stupid geek in a in a bamboo forest with a blue glove and he's doing the John Cena and there's wind blowing through his stupid hair and he's just looking into like not even the camera. And just oh <laughs> He's such a dork. God. So which one? Who do we blame for them? Kind of go in the uh, the Stanford, Connecticut route. Uh, Mage or Gato, or the sponsors? Bushi Road. I think I think it's Gato. I just don't think they know what they're doing. You can't. I mean, you have so much amassed talent. Like for them to be like, we're gonna change the championship, and then we're gonna change it right back. Like, did they really do like? Because they felt the heat from the fans online, like, or was it like playing all along? You know, as as Gato has everything long booked or what? What? Or, or do you think that they felt the pressure and and the hate uh, over the last two months? I I think there's a couple ways to look at it. Because if you you know look at when Naito beat Okada, he made one defense and lost it right back to him. Um. So this is you know this is something they've yeah. done before where they're testing the waters. So maybe they tested evil to see what J waters is. And you know I think there's I, I don't know it, it you know they, they're so into never letting Bullet Club die that they pushed Yujiro into a, with a program with your with your franchise and you had evil turn and join the stable because you didn't have Kent and Jay White. You know, if, if Jay White and Kenta now are back for this for the G one, 
Like they they're 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 quarantining right now and and just getting ready for it. It, Well, not only that, but evil turns into a mid card. Yeah, they totally booked themselves really random here. So and and that that's what I'm saying. Like for you to devalue this guy after you make him switch from one of the hottest you know uh, factions to the other hottest faction, and then the disdainment from you know eighty percent of the people. I kind of liked it. I'm not gonna lie. But, you know, the, the, the hatred that was online and it was just like, come on now. Like, it, it's so ridiculous where, you know, I thought it worked in a way and, and they tried something new in a difficult situation with, you know, their BC talents, you know, at home, not in Japan. So I, I thought it worked. But, I mean, when you bring those two guys back, I mean, does it elevate Bullet Club then over LIJ, do you think? It's just it, it just felt like a panic move. They didn't know what to do, and they're trying to generate something. When this company should just so stay the course. go is a panic move. You're like, in case where there's a pandemic, break glass for Dick to go. That that's what they had as a panic move. Well, and the worst part about that is, you know, when he unmasked himself because nobody knew that was effing Bushi. He's three times bigger than Bushi. His arms <laughs> are the size of Bushi's waist. You know, I, it'll, be, so, it'll be like if someone came in with Derek Fury's like do rag, and you're like, whoa! But it's like someone way bigger. We're like, like really is it Derek Fury? <laughs> like, dang, Derek Fury put on some weight. Like, no, it, that looks terrible. It's 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 one of those things. Dick to go is what it sounds like. <laughs> and the worst part is Dick Togo takes the mask off, and everyone's just like, oh, okay. And some of the people. Who watched it? Probably don't even know who the hell he is because he was he was big twenty years ago, twenty five years ago. Yeah. So there's people in the crowd who are just like, I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> you know, it, it, the spoiler. Like, get out of here. Like, I like Dick Togo. Don't get me hey, I love that shirt. I'm not gonna lie, spoiler club was like, I'm buying three of those. Dang. One in each color. So is Bullet Club as I mean, obviously NWO Japan, that's the biggest faction, but is Bullet Club obviously it's nowhere near DX, it's nowhere near NWO. I don't think so. They might think so, but I mean, is this as a big of a level as an NWO of this generation of this era? The the Bullet Club sticks around because it's big in America, I think. And they know that it's something they can use over here to garner interest. The problem is what made Bullet Club special isn't there anymore. You know, when when you would have the people but I think turn, this is the best I think this is the best incarnation. I mean, with or without evil, you have El Phantasma, who's a hell of a junior. Great charisma, flicks off children, heal AF. That's amazing. You have Kento being the biggest douchebag, ruining moments after Wrestle Kingdom, getting Justin Bieber here saying American barbers suck. You have Jay White being the best heel since he came, since he took that L against Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, his first match ever, and everyone's like, holy shit, who is this guy? He was like, okay, I'm going to take all these doubters and prove them wrong. And again, the best heel in the last, what, three, four years since his debut, MJF, two steps below, but you're just like, holy shit. I think with those four guys, and then you add Evil, I mean... I think this is a pretty damn good good faction, a good group of, of quote-unquote, you know, heels, if you want to go with that, and not the elite route. 
Yeah. I I just I think you lose something when you lost Kenny. The you know, he's just he, but they, it was just it was cooler back. You mean then. the mainstream appeal? I mean, let's be real. It's the mainstream appeal. You have a couple, you know, you have a Canadian and and two guys from California. And and you look at a lot of two with with you know the NWO as an example. It eventually died out because it just you started forcing people in to keep it alive. That's where mm-hmm. it's getting to me with the evil thing. You know, evils evils the probably the number four guy in that group. You know, he might be more popular, but he's not that good of. Uh, He's not as good as Shingo. He's not as good as Hiromu. He ain't as good as Naito. Just such a random transitional champion. Like, you didn't have to turn him. You could have just had him say, I'm going to beat the leader of my group. Of this group that I've been a part of, I'm just going to beat the living shit out of him. And maybe we, you know, we, we talked, you know, I, I, you know, he takes... Uh, you know, uh, LIJ, you know, instead of, you know, Bullet Club. I don't think you necessarily needed the turn, but again, I, I wasn't one of the people against it entirely. And, you know, I still think it was a, it was a panic move that they were trying to do something to get people talking, which it did, so kudos to them. But I think, yeah. I think your main problem is he, got, he has no charisma to be doing that. You know, you, you look at a guy like, like Shingo, who you know, I, I like to use this as an example, but when Hiromu oh, was evil and everybody jumped him, Shingo jumped in during the interview and said, by the way, I would have beat all their asses, but Hiromu asked us to not come out. Because he yeah. understands storytelling because Dragon Gate is so much better at long-term storybooking over over any company. I think if, if you really look at how great Dragon Gate books. So Shingo understands all that. And Hiromu gave more energy off than Naito did. Naito didn't give a shit that he got turned and beat. He just sat there. And, you know, I don't know if it's just, that's just, we just got to get, get used to that's what Naito is. But the other part why so many people, I think, hated it is you finally pay off Naito beating Okada and then he drops it to evil in his mm-hmm. second defense. Like, that just, that to me tarnished Wrestle Kingdom. And how great the new beginning in Osaka was with him and Kenta. Like, you just completely crapped on that to me. You, you just changed yeah. it. And then you gave it back to him. That's the other thing. It'd be, it'd be one thing if they kept it on evil and Naito had his run. That was his arc. His arc wasn't meant to be champion, which is fine. Because you know I'm a perfect believer in the, the chase is sometimes better for people. Kofi Kingston's oh, sure. chase to Daniel Bryan was incredible. I just didn't need the seven-month title run because it just it, there was no fire behind it. And I get why you did it, because you're changing networks, so you're going to save the switch for the network. Okay, smart booking, but that's why his run wasn't that great. If he was great at the chase. You know, Naito chasing Okada was fantastic. Yes. But then when he finally does it, you don't even let him pay it off. And then just give us evil. Then just ride with evil and let's see where it goes. But now you just contradicted yourself and went right back to yep. Naito. Which the only way you write the ship now is if what I said to you a couple of weeks ago, and it happened, we saw Hiromu lose the title, but Hiromu's got to win the G1 now. And he's got to go on the. the yeah, when, after he, he lost the, uh, the strap there to uh, Ishimori, I said, oh, yeah, Ryan's right. He's winning the G1. Because he should have just, if, if 
they didn't panic and, and would have breathed. I mean, the more logical sense since we were robbed of the anniversary match between Naito and Hiromu, you know, Hiromu was also having a wonderful G1 tournament. Have him run the gauntlet. Have him not necessarily turn on Naito, obviously, but saying, hey, you know, we didn't get our match back in March or April. Let's do it now. Let's settle it, you know, mm-hmm. in, in Jingo. Boom. There you go. That there. To me, that that's a way better scenario. You don't have people, you know, bitching on the internet. You could still have the Bullet Club, the pimp, you know, take on Okada maybe for another event, um, and then you know until you get fully regrouped instead of doing you know the the turn. Wow, they're missing a lot of talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, they are missing a lot. But you know, maybe maybe this is when. When they come back, maybe they this is when Jay White gets kicked out, and they oh, keep Jay evil Because I've said this from day one. Which is I love Jay White yeah. as a heel, but when he turns baby, that crowd's that crowd's gonna accept him because he's one of their own. I mean, it's homegrown talent. He's gonna be mm-hmm. stupid over because oh. they wouldn't give him the heat that he gets if they didn't believe in him. Because the crowds, you know, it's not like an American crowd where they cheer. You know, they're gonna just you know, boo the face and cheer the heel to be jerks and, and not go along with it. Like they, they, they like Jay White, so they boo him because that's what, that's what he's trying to get. Like, that's what's great about him. And he gets that heat and it just, you know, I understand they don't want the crowd to be cheering in, in these shows. They want him to, you know, for the sake of, but like that whole Minion show, the crowd was clapping to everything. Mm-hmm. And when Evil won the title, they were just like, ah, well, that just happened. You know, like, nobody cares. <laughs> but, so, let's, let's get into that. Jay White, that's your chaser. Yeah. You know, if that's what you're going to do, then keep it on Evil. Bring Jay White back yeah. and jump jump Jay White out and have Jay, won the G, Jay White win the G1 and have him beat Evil in, in January. Man, do you think they're uh, prolonging announcing the tournament participants just to see, you know, what the flight uh, pattern could be? Oh, big time. You know, they're running those three Corican shows to do the uh, the junior heavyweight tag title tournament. Yep. That little okay. Robin. And I'm guessing they'll announce the blocks on the second show, and the third show is when they'll announce the, the days of the matches. So, I mean, that's they got another three days or so until they probably announce. Who is it? Gato and Ishimori? Like, mm-hmm. it's so random. Yeah, I mean, because you don't have Phantasmo, so you can't do Phantasmo and Ishimori. No, I know, um, but, like, I mean, is he going to win it? Do you do you think Gato gets another uh, junior junior belt? I Riding on the uh, both soldier shoulders? <laughs> I hope it's Despi and Kanemaru. Hey, they deserve it. And then it's Hiromu. The master getting wins. Getting wins against the master. <laughs> and then Master Wato and Raisuke Taguchi. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be bad. Uh, Bushi and Hiromu, though, that could be good, but it all depends on uh, uh, Takahashi's shoulder, mm-hmm. which we'll get into here in a bit. Uh, but as Ryan was saying, we're continuing down the card. Uh, the summer struggle finale over in Jingo, beautiful baseball stadium, a uh, beautiful crowd layout as well. Take that uh, GFW. Uh, but we have the four way. We had to declare the winner, Ryan of the, the King of pro wrestling uh, 
tournaments here, KOPW champion. You got a fancy statue. I swear my soccer one back uh, when I was seven was a lot bigger and a lot more <laughs> golder. Uh, but uh, Kazuchika Okada, Toriano, El Desperado, and of course, Sonata um, are your uh, four winners who advance in their uh, uh, matches there to, to advance to the final here. Um, how weird was it, Ryan, to A, not only see Okada come out in the second match, but also in the daytime. It was like Bray Wyatt at Mania, right? And taking the pinfall, too. Yeah. I I went two Hit stars, man. I was just like, what is this? Why are we doing this four-way? Like, why are we... Uh, so we could see Sonata and El Desperado make a dream tag team we didn't know we wanted? Sonata, With that Mexican like, Lucha connection? I, I had forgot Sonata was there for part of the match. And then I didn't realize <laughs> that Toriano was in the, the um the, what the hell is the, the what was it, the pineapple lock? No, the paradise lock? Mm-hmm. Um, for like, like five 20, minutes. Ten minutes? Yeah. Yeah, he just sat there the whole time in it. And then he just breaks out and punches Okada in the nuts and then wins. I just, I don't get it. So let's get to the real, uh, real point of this matchup here. I think this is the first time. It was my first time, anyways. Uh, learning the name of the Okada Clutch, uh, which is called the Money Clip. Uh, do you like that name for the Money Clip? Yes. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Very. I the one thing though, I think we've officially learned is right now Okada is in T-shirt Naito, T-shirt Kenny mode. He is on autopilot, and as as somebody said, you need to get him a high-profile match in the first night of the G1 right off the bat because we don't need to have Okada stay on autopilot and get lazy. <laughs> now, mind you, that do, dude hasn't do, been lazy do. in a decade almost, so I get you <laughs> you, you, you put in your time, but ooh, he did Hey, he man, he's making visa commercials now. He is definitely on autopilot. Or whatever yeah, he is. Japanese credit card he was, he was chilling. Yeah, I, I want one of those, by the way. <laughs> uh, you know what I want? Drop it on the table. And, you know and what I want? Got it, got it, got it, got it. <laughs> and the people at the convenience store just looking at me like, what the hell? <laughs> I want, Ryan, a never open, uh, open weight championship belt. Uh, if we continue to get matches like this, already on my match of the year list uh, for 2020, Minoru Suzuki taking Ooh. away uh, the dragon Shingo Takagi. Takagi! Um, the, his championship, <laughs> he had it for like six months. Holy bleep. Um, Suzuki's disdainful acknowledgement of the crowd, Ryan, was wonderful to watch. Like, people were clapping, cheering. He was like, oh, like, he was going to murder them. Uh, this was a, a classic, a Matt classic, a a, a classic of, of murder, of, of selling, of brutality, if you will. Uh, murder Grandpa's not slowing down, folks. That guy, he's going to go until maybe uh, 85, I, I would say. Um, Minoru getting the offense, I would say 70, 75% of the matchup here. Um, Shingo, though, selling everything uh, which way but loose. Uh, those sleepers, my God. But uh, Minoru, uh, like Chris Charlton said, he is that great horror movie villain. 
Uh, he had some major scowls, man. It was it was awesome. This was a hard hitting. This was a great twelve, you know, fourteen minute match here. Uh, again, a new champion. Uh, Daddy is back. Uh, Minoru Suzuki claiming gold. Damn, this was a good match, Ryan. What was your thoughts? Yeah, I went four and a quarter. I liked it. I thought this was a lot of fun. I was really surprised that he lost the title. Yeah, uh, was was not expecting that one bit. But I'm not mad. Um, you sold everything perfectly. Yeah, and they just, I mean, they just beat the piss out of each other. I mean, it's exactly <laughs> what you want to see in these matches. There's a huge, uh, there's a still picture that somebody took of uh, Shingo hitting Suzuki with a forearm. Oh. And it is disgusting. I want that blown up and framed. You know, and then and then Suzuki, you know, he cuts that promo after, and he's just dogging him. Yeah. I mean, he's just <laughs> dogging everyone. And then he goes over. I still haven't been able to find the match. He goes over to Big Japan and then takes on one of my favorite up-and-coming guys in, in wrestling, uh, part of the astronauts, Takuya Nomura. What? I'm, yeah. No. This match, too. So, Suzuki's just was, like, I'm going everywhere. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. When did that here. happen? I mean, it's an um, open weight championship, for God's sake. So I think it was like a day or two after uh, Junior. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's not slowing down whatsoever. I <laughs> pray to God I'm like that. Hey, get to 51, but if I could achieve a quarter of that, I would be set. At least my sock game, I hope, gets a little better. I'm working on that. And then after he uh, after he beat No More's ass, he posts a picture of some giant fish he caught while he was out fishing. Like <laughs> <laughs> Vernagraph was the greatest person ever. I just I was shocked. There's there's people who are mad he beat Shingo Shingo, and I get it, you know, because Shingo. How could you be mad at that match? Like, yeah. you know what that means, guys? That means Sakagi is gonna win the G1. He's going for that strap. He's going for Naito. Coming for you, Naito. Man, it, that could be another great match. Too. Like, there's there's some things about this G1 that I'm really excited for, and there's some things in this G1 that I'm really scared to death for. And I know Toriano winning. Oh, God, that'll never happen, thankfully. Like that, that that's what like, <laughs> he's, he's the king of pro wrestling. What do you mean he can't happen? He's the king. <laughs> If the there's king. one guarantee that I could give you that if I'm wrong, I give my house away. Is that Toriano will never make a G1 final even, let alone win a G1. Man, I'm calling Gato on the bat phone and be like, make this happen. <laughs> <laughs> you already, you already degaff the year. You make this happen. <laughs> Jordan said. Jordan laughed at me coming for you, Naito. Uh, Jordan said, <laughs> "Evil is the the booty man of Bullet Club, the Zodiac of Bullet Club." Demetrius uh, said, "Good workers can get lazy, just bad." Otada is on that path, sadly. Yeah, I step out of it, step out bro, bro, bro. We're not on your Twitch show. Stop reading comments. No, sorry. <laughs> hey, no, my but seriously, seven tomorrow night, ten p.m. Central Standard Time, Twitch.tv forward slash WrestleCast Radio. <laughs> it's gonna be a banger. Ata and Kano for the TV oh, title. How did Nakajima turn on Axis? And why is he with Kano? And what's that name going to be? Kanojima? You know, you know what I find interesting, too, is uh, 
like a lot of people think that Kanoa is going to get jumped out of Congo by Nakajima because Nakajima and Shiozaki's axes were so perfect because they were kind of like 1A and 1B, whereas now he's joining a stable being under a guy. And he's the guy who I I can't see sitting like that. But the positive out of it is I think Kano, unlike the first time he had the title, I think he's ready to become the face of the company as champion. I think having Congo and making it so established worked. So I think you could have Nakajima beat Go Shiozaki for the title and complete that whole arc, and then have Kano getting kicked out of Congo and then beating Nakajima. Jesus. Yeah, so I think it could work. And I mean, What's their big show? When is that usually around? What what month? Uh, Their big show is usually in November, I think. Oh, so they they, they wouldn't rush that now. No, and then they also... That's like um, a year. They also do um, like big stuff on on one four. They'll always they usually would run Corkin during the day. Like when we saw Noah, it was on um, the day after uh, after Wrestle Kingdom at Corkin. It was like the noon show, and that was the Kiyomiya Kanoa rematch, which is really epic. oh. So um, I gotta go Shiozaki a, lo- uh, a little more in, more in depth look um, before the year. You gotta give me like a, a list of six matches to watch because well, did you the, watch that? I'm reading on the Piro stuff. The stuff I'm reading on the Piro sites. No, not yet. Um, I uh, apparently this is easily what top three, top five. Yeah, I mean, what did I, I had him at three. I think right. Did I have him at three. Um, but then didn't you say you might have flipped it to possibly two? Yeah, okay, so right now I had him at seven, but I I think all what I said was after that Kano match, he's definitely going to climb up. Because I had Okabayashi three, that's what it was. I had Okada, mm. uh, Okada Tanaka, then Okabayashi, Suwama, Naito, Endo, and then I had Goshi Ozaki. Can you still have Okada be in your top three for getting nutted, uh, nutshotted, nutted, uh, by, by Toro, you know? I'll tell you what, his second half wouldn't even be in the top ten for me. One. Wow. What is I mean, the PWI? You... We could do a whole show on that PWI list, by the way. Uh, uh, Kano? Or Shino? Three, four, yeah. two. T- tell me how, how Kento Miyahara is Shitaro 24 and Shino. Walter was 25. No, <laughs> Shino should not be... He should be in the 100s. Not 342. 342? 342. Oh, God. Oh, I'm going to get mad. Oh. We, we're we're going to do a show on Sunday, sir, just dissecting this ridiculous list. I'm not even kidding. You know what You know what drives me nuts? That I, since we're doing that show, I won't rant too here too hard here, is their their criteria is July to June. Mia Hart was the champ. Don't no, tigers. <laughs> Walter was the champ the whole time. Yeah, but you don't watch UK. You you didn't give a shit about that. No, but the the, the criteria is um, reign as a champion, like the prestige of a title that you have in the reign of it. Um, how how many how you let's go over this. Let's go over this. Miyahara over Alistair Black, obviously. Oh yeah. Miyahara over MGF, who's not who hasn't been a champion, obviously. Oh God, yeah, not even close. We're, by the way, Will Ospreay at twenty one. Are you fucking kidding me? Had a great ending. And then, oh, yeah, Wrestle Kingdom, him and Hiro, whatever. Uh, again, 21. But anyways, is he over Will Ospreay? That was our one oh. and two of, of 2019. 
Yeah, so I mean, yes, I mean, either way, you could put them together. Like, Those are either one's fire. Uh, Maro over Jacob Fatu, Fatu. I don't even know what the hell that is. Uh, what, what major league wrestler? Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course he's over him. Kudos for him having a title and lead, you know he was the, he's the leader of Contra, and he's been MLG, MLW champ for a bit. But no, he's not over Miyahara. So I'm gonna do a quick. Uh, so we got Strowman, Rush, uh, Kota Ibushi, Bray Wyatt, Nick Aldis, Roman Reigns, Omega, Brock Lesnar, Keith Lee. Keith Lee's 11. What? AJ Styles, Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito, Drew McIntyre, Chris Jericho, Adam Cole, and John Moxley at one. So out of all of those, Mia Hara better than Brock Lesnar from oh, yeah. that time. Yeah, I mean, Over Kenny Omega. Because he was yeah, a tag wrestler. Omega. Yeah, Omega, Omega had a bad start, too, for the whole and that, was, and that started in January, yeah. Uh, you know, before, you know, was doing great. Well, uh, October to December when we kind of questioned AEW. Yeah, When true, they started, true. like, no. Over Ibushi. Yeah, I'd put him over Ibushi. And, there's not, and I'm not doubting Ibushi, because Ibushi would go over some of these guys, too. AJ Styles from that time, right? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, he was he was secondary champ. He main evented one of the WrestleMania nights. That's pretty good. But then again, I also think that's a little low for AJ. But then again, no, his match quality wasn't there because they say in the criteria match quality is part of their criteria. Yeah. Title, yeah. wins, loss, match quality, and technical ability. I enjoy Kofi Kingston, but he was champ for like three months during yeah, that July criteria time. Yeah, July um, September, and then he just was tags, which he did great. We all, number we nine, all number nine, Kento Miyahara was champion in all Japan pro wrestling people, going against the likes of Suwama and Ishikawa and just getting murdered. Jake Lee, like he's putting on bangers. He's making stars. And then I'm sorry, but you got Kofi at nine? Yeah, it, even though it's not in my top ten. Keith Lee you know, at 11? Keith Lee didn't pop till after the thing was over. I mean, no, it, it's not. At the like, Rumble, that's that. That was the chariot. You, you can know, even it, say it, the Survivor it, Series bill. Yeah. And like, even though I put Miyahara Suwama in my half year awards, that match with Jake Lee on on like January third or whatever was fantastic. Yeah. I went the full. I went like four and three quarters on it. Suwama's like, at forty two. That guy's been a tag champ, violent giants, and oh by the way, world champion for a long time. He beat <laughs> Miyahara. He stopped the 700-plus-day run of Miyahara. (laughs) Like, what? How is Drew McIntyre number four? How is Randy Orton below Baron Corbin and Hiromu Takahashi? Uh, More so because I would say Randy Orton has been the most consistent since January, since post-Rumble, the most consistent sports entertainer on that whole brand. Where the F is, like, Masato Tanaka on there? He's not. He's not even on the list. Rookie Doi is at 66. God. Sonata, 85. That's fine. That sucks. Devil, Derek Fury at 86. Ooh. Use quote. Like, I get it's a kayfabe magazine, like, and you're catering to an American crowd. Like, I'm fine with that. To idiots? 
Yeah, I mean, theoretically, but, like, how do you – I just don't understand how you have Miyahara at 24 and Walter at 25. How is Rowan – Rowan is 179. Eric is 180. Ivar is 181. Marco fucking stunts is at 182. And Shitaro Shino's at 342. Okay. Yes. Where is Ashino? I'm looking for you. I'm looking. I'm looking. Grand Metallic 362. You could have messed with those chamber matches. Come on. I- Alan 379. Sorry. Shotaro Shino 384. <laughs> He's behind Grand Metallic. He's behind Jinder Mahal, who was injured for majority of that time. Oh my God, this is a, this is a goddamn joke. We're gonna I'm, do I'm a probably... whole show on this. Uh, SummerSlam happened. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh my God, where the hell is Go Shizaki? He's been champ. He's 47. You put Matt and Taven over Rey Mysterio's over him. Fuck out of here! Oh my god! I'm I'm getting mad. Zack Saber Junior. Saberism and Saberism. I, it, it, you know, we entrust whatever. AJ Gray. Fifty four. Fifty four. What's your feelings that Otis is above Tomohiro Ishii? <laughs> oh my God, I'm getting angry right now. That's not real. <laughs> That's is it? Not You're real. kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ishii is 71 and Otis is 69. Oh my God. How is Otis in the 100s? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> How, hey, hey. Tetsuya Endo is 102. Yeah. Tits, 102. It, it, it doesn't make sense to me. The Billy beating War out Warhorse. What the hell's a Warhorse? He's some indie guy that I don't care about. Masato Tanaka is 118. How is Timothy Thatcher 116? Tanaka's at 118, so he was champion yeah. for half of criteria, and he was at 118. He was champion of DT. And they said, nope, you're going to be 118, homie. <laughs> nope, we're going to put the... It's not like you suffered enough you. brain damage from Mike Awesome. We're going to sit you put, at 118. They put Alley Cat above uh, Masato Tanaka. My number two wrestler of the year is behind Alley Cat. I don't know what that is, but MGF is pissed. Daisy Sakamoto coming in at one. Where's Yuji Okabayashi on this list? There you go. That's oh, what I my God. Do, oh, do, do. Frankie Kazarian, 113. This Murphy. Is, should, man, this is. I uh, haven't seen him. Takashita's. Oh, my God. Takashita's at 130. Shuji Ishikawa's at 135. I found Okabayashi. Over, under 100. Uh. Oh God, I found them too. I was just I didn't mean to oh my god. There's they put Bushi over him. Bro, they put Mark Haskins over him. I mean I like Mark Haskins, but 
Jake Jake Lee getting uh, getting edged out of spot one thirty two by Eddie Edwards. Former I, I Impact Champion, again. Former know. Impact Champion. I just I don't know what to say. How? Oh my God! I I, I gotta stop looking at this. Let's let's go back to like other things. So the E is moving NXT to Tuesday just to run Impact out because they're like we could take on this. I think they're starting promotion. to realize that that they can succeed more by moving to Tuesday. Instead of going ahead to head with AEW, just worry about your own stuff because it's garbage and get yourself some ratings. Wow, we would have wrestling every day of the week except Sunday and Thursday and Saturday. But Japan. <laughs> oh, and, and Tuesday. <laughs> Oh my God! Taj Ishimori challenges uh, Hiromu Takahashi for the IWGP Junior Championship here uh, in a banger in a match where I would say this was probably the most seamless uh, match I've seen Taj Ishimori have in a long time. Usually, you know, he's concussing himself a la Goldberg. Or he's going a little bit too fast like Sasha Banks and, and kind of botches a move or two. Uh, but she was selling a story on, on Hiromu's shoulder, which I thought was amazing. Um, you know, that buckle bomb was the only, you know, spot where he hit him a little too low, kind of on the back of uh, Hiromu's neck there. Uh, unless that was the spot there, but, you know, kind of had uh, shades of uh, Seth Rollins there. But um, this was a good match. Again, the story was just taking out Takahashi's shoulder so he could, uh, you know, apply the yes lock, um, you know, on um, on Hiromu there. Uh, but that reverse bloody cross to transition into that yes lock to finally give Bone Soldier the uh, the victory at the championship was uh, pretty freaking solid. But uh, this is a fun, fast-paced match. And, again, not your typical Hiromu match because, again, they, they were kind of going a different routes and, and sure. Ishimori submission styles, but hey, I thought this was a nice one. If I had to go Ryan scale, I would go three and three quarters. Yeah, it was fun, man. It was fun. I went four stars on this. I love how Hiromu does exactly what you, what you do, and he made Ishimori look like a star that he already did. Yeah. I mean, he gave him everything he needed to solidify him. He and was hitting is, everything perfectly. Oh, it was great. You know, and, and I knew it wasn't going to live up to their match of the year candidate they had at the you know the super juniors a couple of years ago yep. but this was the perfect story you need to tell to get ishimori over while making the the shoulder thing a real deal so i i liked it i was all about it great that dynamite wonder move uh that was such a cool move um and that 450 uh ishimori hits early on the take out uh, that arm and shoulder. Uh, yeah, it was just a, a good story. It wasn't, you know, anything anything too crazy, but, uh, you know, kind of shocking. Again, another new champion here. Uh, now we have the IWGP Tag Team Championships, the Golden Aces, uh, Kota Ibushi, and, of course, Hiromu uh, Tanahashi. That's funny. Um, <laughs> taking on the dangerous uh, trekkers there, uh, Zack Sabre Jr., and, of course, Ryan's favorite wrestler, Taichi. Um, bro, they did not touch until 8 minutes and 28 seconds. So what is up with that? From entrances to literally walking around the turnbuckle and talking to each other's uh, tag team partner, 
nothing happened. And it was a 25-minute total runtime. But for eight minutes and 28 seconds, nothing happened. Yeah, I remember watching your snap where you just kept showing the clock. I was like, yeah, this is interesting that they just kept waiting and waiting. You know, they were trying to get their their Ironhead Fujita and uh, Go Shiyazaki on. (laughs) And they were like, nope, I can't do this anymore. They went, what, like one-sixteenth of that stare-down? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the stare-down was like 30 minutes on the dot. Uh, you know, I put up my notes. Yay, we uh, must be another two years since we have another Tanahashi Redemption storyline. I like to the the post match. Um, Tanahashi says, "Let's take a game. Let's take again someday when I'm at my best." And he said, "I'll be better than I am now." Is that okay? And Ibushi said, "If Tanahashi San can come up to my level, then we can tag together anytime." Basically Whoa. saying, "Get on my level, or we're done tagging forever." Abushi was like, "Nah, you suck, bro. Call me when you figure it out." Yeah, he was he was trying to get the fire out of uh, Tana there, but um, yeah, he he was getting beat uh, beat down pretty early and and often there. Um, and so you know, again, it was just like, "Here's the redemption story. Is he gonna win the G one again? It's about that time." Um, but you know, it was a nice thing for the champions. Uh, a to have a successful title defense, but also looking pretty dominant. I'm sorry, I, I think Taichi is wonderful as a tag team wrestler. Him and Saber have a random uh, chemistry that I was not expecting. Um, you know, even them talking to each other, talking shit about their opponents to each other, and laughing was really nice. And that Zach Mafesto, uh, you know, hit at the end there on Tanahashi, which great blocking and defense by Taichi uh, on Abushi, so uh, Saber gets the victory there um, against Tana, but uh, obviously this is leading to a match with Abushi and Tanahashi. Do we get that at Kingdom, or do you think we get that at King of Pro Wrestling? My God, thank you, my love. It's food time, uh, Ryan. Man, you always get food. That's doogie. Um, and kisses. Bam. <laughs> I think that's a, that awesome match you could do at the Dome. Like, that's You're going to stretch that out, match. though? Oh, for sure. Uh, that's totally a match. Yeah, I mean, you figure the G1, so you've already get your good until the end of October. So you only have two months. I mean, if they do Power Struggle, and then you have World Tag League, where maybe they decide to try one more time to tag, and they, they go really unsuccessful in the, uh, the World Tag League, and, that's when they, and then they go at it. Hmm. So you're going to I wouldn't mind that. I'm into it. I'm tag league. They're not going to um, be tagging in the tag league unless they do something along like, oh, you proved yourself in the G1, Tanahashi. Let's go for the belts one more time. And, and that's either when Abushi turns on him, as everyone's you know stating, or um, essentially they're just like, dude, you suck. Like like you said in this match, like I'm going to fight you now. Like I'm going to take down the legend and be the new, you know. The new god. Well, and I, I like, I like douchebag Tana. I mean, uh, Abushi. Like, I like him having a little. I've bit never of seen that. Him. You know, he kind of was. He kind of played it up with with Okada. I mean, look at him and Okada at the dome, where he's uh, just kind of kicking uh. at his head and just. Like, I like that side of side of Abushi, where he's just kind of. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> I, just, you know. I like how we we call uh, wrestlers douchebags when they uh, kick um their opponents in the head. Do the little foot taps. We're like, wow, what a douche. 
Uh, speaking of douches, uh, if you ask any mainstream wrestling fan, uh, Evil, uh, double dash champion, uh, defending both uh, the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental championships against former champ Tetsuya Naito and also former leader of, well, former his former leader of Los Ingobernables, De Hapon. Um I'm going to say this, Ryan. It's about damn time that we saw a faction, um, you know, kind of come out and, and help their own brethren uh, while Bullet Club was kind of coming out and, and beating up on, on Naito. It was nice to see LIJ come out and, and handle their own, uh, you know, it was kind of their anti-WWE booking at that moment. Yeah, and and that is as much sense as it made. It just goes to prove even more that the evil thing was pointless because he couldn't win a match yeah. without help. And then when his health gets cut off, he just eats shit and goes down. So and that he did. You know, I mean, I still went three and a half. I thought Naito was working really hard, which is, you know, and he, he finally got his, his curtain call. Yeah. Still just one of those things where I'm just like, man, I just don't. It was know. a better match than, than than the first one, I would say. It was a better yeah. paced. Um, and, and honestly, it just it moved. I mean, nothing too crazy. That I remember per se, uh, minus uh, uh, Naito countering his own finisher by himself. Um, that was the only spot where I'm like, okay. But yeah, it was a match where, you know, it was like, oh, you know, we have a little faction war. We could see where this goes. Uh, and then Naito, you know, getting the win. Just, you know, like you said, finally getting his moment. It was a great speech at the end. And what was also cool, like you said, uh, you know, and, and how I think everybody who watched noticed was, you know, you could see Naito was in it. He was getting into the crowd. He was clapping, like, trying to get them involved. And I love that. You could see the smile and the smirks on his face, you know, kind of throughout or, or even hearing the crowd. So it, w- it was good to kind of see that. And, and, you know, probably wrestling, you know, in Jingo at, at the stadium probably meant a lot mm-hmm. to him. I, I'm, I'm not sure if the Carps play there, but, you know, we all know that Naito loves baseball, so... Uh, I'm sure that that brought a lot uh, out for him there. So, um, you know, again, better than than their first match, I believe, and uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, It'll be interesting what Naito does kind of going forward. So, um, like you said, a a pretty, you know, easy, quick watch. Yeah, it was was like a two-hour, 20-minute show. Two-hour, 20-minute show. Like, it was, I'm watching it live, and I was tweeting with some people on it, and like 30 minutes into the match, we're already like almost done with Suzuki Shingo. I'm looking at it going, man, we're going to get in and out of here in, a, in an hour. I'm going to a little bit earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, this was the best show New Japan's had in the, you know, two and a half months since they came back. So in the COVID era. Yeah. It's just, it's, there's still just, they're so far behind the other companies. Like the, the, you know, when they're doing the empty arena shows, it was, they were just awkward. The, the lighting was weird. The wrestlers didn't kind of know, like they didn't seem to know what they were doing. Whereas some of these other companies, like all Japan, especially in DDT, they had figured it out. I mean, they, oh, for you know, sure. we, we praised how great those weekly shows were. So, um, what else we got here? Um, I mean, we, we could say the start I mean, start of Grand Prix only had two shows. I, I think the big thing to get out of the the uh, the Grand Prix 
is on uh, night two when uh, Julia lost uh, her first singles match uh, of her of her stardom career. Um, really? Holy she, shit! She, was it night one? My, my, she beat Miley Watani night one. It was really good. She she gave her two Julia drivers, so with four and a quarter on that. But she mm-hmm. faced Himika, who's like the big muscle of Donna Del Mundo, and mm-hmm. Himika basically gave her like a running release power bomb and just wait. Her. Isn't that the? Aren't they in the same faction? And then after Whoa. the after the match was over, too, she she uh, did the all of you men, all of you guys love 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 Julia, but she changed it to Himika. And then uh, said, so it looks like uh, you suffered she your first loss. No, no, she didn't turn. They all were in the ring together. And she's like, you know, you, your first loss is a single to this company. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that it was to me. Whoa. Yeah. So they just and made then, a star right there. On night yeah, two and, is what you're saying. And it was, and she's like, you know, this is, uh, this is just the next step is I'm going to steamroll through everybody because I don't have a title yet. Um. And then they did the the Dona Del Mondo pose, and uh-huh. she got in the center as she would have been, as Julia would have been. And Julia oh! didn't even pose. Uh, Julia oh, leaned on the rope and was holding her neck the whole time, and she didn't even do the pose with them when they all left together. Ooh, so it was interesting to see. I was expecting that. Yeah, that sounds cool. so freaking cool, though. I like it. Yeah, the, the Grand Prix has been really good. Like I said, tomorrow. Uh, so do you? Str- so you obviously watch that on the computer. I got to see if that's. Streams really easy on the Xbox, and then, like you said, only two nights have happened. They're they're starting back up again. You know, they had their little uh, COVID scare there. So, um, yeah, I, I, it's something I'm I'm intrigued by. A lot of love for Stardom. Kenny uh, Omega, of course, wearing a uh, We Love Hana uh, shirt last night, which you can get on Pro Wrestling Tees, and all the uh, proceeds go to uh, Hana Kimura's family, and of course her mother. So, yeah, really cool, I mean, really awesome. Shows. Not, nice easy watches and they were they were fun stardom is it's one of those things where if you ever question can a women's company put on the same quality as a men's company as and i'm not trying to make that sound bad or anything but you know it it just you never hear the same praise in, in a way i mean even tokyo joshi pro to their extent has good stuff they're their top-end workers in Tokyo Joshi Pro are tremendous. Yuka Sakazaki, Miyu Yamashita, Shoko Nakajima, people like that. But, the, you know, the, mm-hmm. the undercard is pretty bad. Stardom, man, they just turn out stars. And they just – they lose people, and they pick right back up and keep going. Nice, and nice. I, I, I got to get you – I'll just send you the link. And they steal uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, not only that, but then they turn them into the biggest star in their company. But it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Had every right to do it. Yeah, and then and then they did it. Then not, not only did they do it, but they said, "Watch what's going to happen here too," which is tremendous. But um, I found a link. I haven't watched it yet to the uh, Kagetsu retirement match against uh, Nico Satamora. So I was, I'll, I'll get you that link because that, that's like cool, you, but... like you just kind of said, start. I mean, you know, you know, if you ever, if people ever question if they can go head to head or or have as good you know content as as men, do you think? In America, that could possibly happen. Say the WWE does have, you know, where I mentioned years ago, you know, kind of even before the uh, the evolution, where I was like, I think women, the women's wrestling is so great now, you could even separate into their own show. Now, if they were to do that with their top talents, say, hell, you even bring Rousey back, you know, Lynch comes back, say by 2022, 
you know, and then your Tegan Knoxes, you know, are, are you know evolving, or Dakota Kai is becoming you know, your top villain, you know, or heel. Sorry, you know, if you will, you know, everyone's at their eight game, and they went on Thursday nights. Do you think they could possibly break that million, you know, kind of viewer record or viewers viewership and gain a following, or do you think it'll fail because it's per, a, still a perceived notion? Yes, the respect has gotten a lot better. But it's still a notion of like, oh, women's wrestling can't hold my attention. I think, I think it could draw because we've seen the numbers of WWE's women putting up decent numbers. The mm-hmm. only thing that, that scares me is just is the booking. I mean, the booking's always going to be a concern when it comes to a lot of these companies. Yes. And like stardom works so well because it's it's like Dragon Gate. Everybody's in a faction. Oh. You have your, you have yes. your, your Ueno tie, you have Dona Del Mondo, you have Queen's Quest, you have the stars. And then you have your women that aren't in the factions, like uh, uh, Saya Kamatani, who was, you know, just, just solo. And Utami Hayashi Shida kept trying to recruit her into Queen's Quest. And then finally she got her to join Queen's Quest. So now she comes out with a mask that, that she takes off just like all the rest of them. And she looks like a legit star in these matches. And they, they basically will bring up the new people and then they start recruiting. And then you see the oh. factions that are trying to recruit these people. And, and it, it feels like the Dragon Gate where you have, you know, you have your core groups. Now who's going to face mm-hmm. who and what's going to happen with what? I, I think they do a great job. And, you know, the, stardom's working so well without, you know, no, no Hanakamura, no Kagatsu, no um, Azumi. Or uh, uh, Hazuki, um, but uh, you know they don't have Jamie Hader or B Priestley, and I think Jamie Hader. You know I've been on her bandwagon for a long time. She's she's so solid in the ring, and they don't you know they don't have obviously Arisa Hoshiki who retired, and they're still moving moving through and putting on great shows in this Grand Prix. You know they're mm-hmm. down six people from last year's Grand Prix, and it doesn't even matter. So I would try it. I know on my Fire Stick I can watch them on the, the Firefox app. So you oh, yeah, try it on you did mention that there. Yeah, yeah I'll have to try that. But, I mean, yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow I think at like 3 in the – well, that's the thing, too, is, is the, the show from tomorrow probably won't drop on, the, on their network until like Sunday or Monday because they don't ever do them live. They're always tape delayed because they want to add subtitles and make sure it's edited and stuff like that. But they're pretty quick about it. But, I mean – you know, you got a couple of days to watch two shows to catch up on, and you're right there. Yeah, nice. and it's a good jumping in point because you're jumping in in their big tournament. So they kind of already did most of their angles to get to it, and they're starting to develop them. But yeah, Stardom's having a, Stardom's looking really good right now. Oof, um, man, I can't wait. Yeah, that's the one I really want to truly, truly want to get into. Um, should we talk a little uh, All Japan, the the Sushi Aoki uh, AA Forever show? Yeah, yeah, cool. that was a fun show. It was a, it was a good easy yes. watch too. You know, only seven matches. Kumo Rashi, my god. Yeah, that guy is amazing. And how good is Hokuto Omori as as their their like young lion heel? He is figuring mm-hmm. it out. Uh, you know, Omori getting the getting the pin via German suplex to Atsushi Oyagi, which was, was great. The Oyagi brothers. 
My my Who thing though, I put uh, kind of before that that spot though. I put a Maurice missed axe handle kick and made Orton's punt to Drew uh, Drew McIntyre seem more real. <laughs> oh damn, son! Where'd you find this? But yeah, uh, the the Infants uh, Terribles are are an amazing faction, and and watching these two work uh, in Kumo Rashi and Hokuto Amore, uh just makes me like them even more. And can I wait to see more dominance from them in the future? And then obviously, uh, Infants getting two wins, which is great that they're starting to get back on the winning track. Uh, Shino with yes. a, with a T-bone power slam on uh, Okada there. Yusuke Okada, man, ever since he. He left Evolution is really not getting a push, and I'm, he's kind of yeah. just stuck in this weird limbo, and I don't know why. He finally got, you know, he's got that, that yellow and white gear, kind of doing his own thing, but he cannot buy a victory. My God. What but, was that random uh, uh, discus power slam that Ashino gave Okada to keep that uh, winless streak going? Uh, what, what was that? That was an amazing move. Yeah, I just, I just put down T-bone power slam. <laughs> you know, didn't, didn't Shelton Benjamin do that back in the day? He might have. It looked familiar, but I was literally my jaw was agape, and I was like, "What was that?" Because I literally went and got a soda, and I came back downstairs, and the match was over. I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> yeah, Ashino's just taking people out. But they're going know. for the belts. Ashino was. Show, I don't know if he's going for the singles or Himokadama's going for the the tags, but. Uh, I think Okada is actually injured, is what I want to say. I read, yeah. but uh, that's but what they brought always throwing... Oh, so, so they're not going to run a Rashi with him? I think they should just have Kuma Rashi and Koji Doi do it and bring back uh, Kuma Doi. Kuma Doi, that's they were, awesome. They were awesome in Wrestle One. <laughs> uh, uh, Ultimo Dragon and Tajiri uh, beat uh, next three members, rising Hayato and Akira Francisco. How random was this match? Yeah. But it was cool because of the respect. Also, a dragon via La Mahestral because that's how he does the win match. <laughs> this was a fun uh, match. I liked it. Um, and, and you know, like I said, it was a nice, quick, easy show. Hikaru Sato and Takuya Wada uh, defeated uh, Kagatora and Gosamaru in that uh, memorial match for Aoki. Sato taps Gosamaru too, which is cool. Uh, Kagatora later out uh, outside the ring wearing his glasses like he always does whenever he comes to the ring at Dragon Gate. <laughs> Just like, hey guys. Uh, fun. Then we, then we got the old timer match like we always get. Samuri, oh, yeah. Koji Wamoto and Takeo Omori and Junaki Yamasushi, Matsunobu <laughs> Fuchi and Dan Tamora. How awkward was it for uh, Junaki Yama coming back? Like, oh boy. Yeah, that was interesting. You know, I mean, I'm obviously he was going to come back for the Oki show. But this is what I, I call the body slam match, by the way. And Fuji hits that clo- or that body slam on Mansori on the floor, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, it was a lot of the normal hijinks. And then Takeo Mori coming in, thinking he's still 15 years younger. Uh, completely <laughs> killed Sushi with that axe bomber, though. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh, <laughs> That's the finish, folks. Dan Tamora didn't really do much. I thought, I, you know, I, I like that they teased or they, they built up to the Dan Tamora Koji Iwamoto junior title match that happened on the 30th. Nice, a nice altercation outside the ring. I thought that was Yeah, cool. that what was, was up with that? That was a good draw. Yeah, because they're, 
with Samora, who won the their Young Lion Cup thing. Yeah. Uh, he he got uh, Iwamoto a couple days ago on that same show with the Eichmann Miyahara Violent Giants match. So they had to throw some fire into it, and I thought they did a good job with the kind of getting a little more more hype to it. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, I Snapchatted the hell out of that because I was like, "Was this a shoot? Like, whoa, this is just insane." <laughs> I had no idea there was a whole storyline behind. I was like, he's going to murder Dan Tamora. And Dan Tamora yeah. looks pissed. I had that same feeling um, <laughs> like when we were at Cork and, and during the, the six man, I don't remember what Jake Lee did with Zeus, but Zeus like got in Jake Lee's face and like muffed him and shoved him. And I'm like, oh my God, Isaiah, Zeus is going to kill that guy who has no charisma. <laughs> like, like they're trying to separate him and Jake Lee's like trying to fight back and Zeus is laughing at him. Jeez. I was like, man, they're that's what sure I rock it down. Uh three and a half on the next one I went. He's a doggy. His redemption, he finally gets a yeah. pin and it happens to be the small package on Sami Kodaka. They're your new all Asia tag champ, purple haze. And new uh, what do you think of this? I, I I enjoyed it. I was surprised by the uh, the new champs, uh, but it, it was nice. Like you said, redemption for Izanagi. Uh, um, apparently, this is a running theme with him, though. Um, it's kind of like his finisher in a way, I read. So that, that's kind of interesting there. Juko uh, uh, Miyamoto, bless you, sir. An amazing talent to watch. Um, I love his meteoras, his running. These are just Freaking hard as hell. Um, but uh, I, I really liked uh, Yankee 2 Kenjo. Uh, this was a fun tag team to watch. Uh, seeing Kodaka and his battle scars, uh, you know, kind of just in regular tag team wrestling. Uh, but this was a, a, a fun team. Hopefully it's not the last we see of them. Uh, maybe they'll go for the uh, uh, the, the uh, All Japan, you know, tag team championships. Not just the All Asia tag t- uh, champions. But uh, Zeus, uh, I mean... Best team in the biz. You got to love the dads of rock, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, get there and maybe not give them the power uh, to, to win the uh, the championships here. But um, it was, you know, a strange show by Zeus and, and you know, the, you know, is what we expected or I guess not expected uh, for that finish there with the roller package. But, hey, it was good to go. I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I, I kind of think, too, that that, that Yankee Tukenju is going to kind of make their way out. Um, so was that a transition to then, you know, the violent giants uh, for tag teams? Like they, they win the all Asia and then they go for the, uh, the heavies or, or what? I think, or they be, just... I think they'll be, they're going to go back to big Japan and freedoms and Basara and do that kind of stuff. I think it was kind of like Susumi Yokosuka where it was bring them in and kind of try to add a spark. And then after they, they do some work and then they go back to their home promotions. Oh, Okay. I'm that's that's kind of what I'm, what I'm thinking, but yeah, but it was it was a nice little breath of fresh air. That's the one thing that I will say has, has been good is they're they're really making it count during this era where they're using other talent. They're they're booking well, you know. Shuji Shikawa is is not, and I don't, and maybe it's just because he doesn't kind of he's not as known that he's doing it as other companies, but he's doing a good job with the pencil man. Mm-hmm. He's been booking this company well ever since Akiyama left. Yeah, I um, mean, he, especially I, I would say 
Um, you know, when when they were doing those uh, the empty arena shows there, I, I thought, you know, we we're talking about you know New Japan, you know, kind of saying what do we do, you know, in this, you know, in the post COVID you know era, you know, booking Evil as champion, you know, kind of just booking on the fly, if you will, where all Japan and and DDT for sure they have just been, you know, they took a, a breath and figured out, you know, long term booking. You know, kind of in a way there, and and you know, Ishikawa's. Wow, I didn't know he was the booker. That's crazy. And then a main event: uh, Violent Giant Suwama Shuji Ishikawa and uh, Shigehiro Irie defeat the team of Kento Miyahara, Jake Lee, and Yuji Okabayashi. We kind of talked about this a little bit earlier, talking about the Okabayashi and Suwama. Um, I went three and three quarters. I would have went four had the the botch finish not happened. Yeah. That really like I was riding the high of going. This is a this is a definite spreadsheet notebook match, and then I went, oh man! But oh, but it was oh, still a thunderous Suwama bomb because he was yeah. so angry. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, through these botches, it makes me appreciate Suwama a little more because my god, this guy is if he's been working like this the whole time, where he's you know legitimately like. Ugh, I'm I'm drained, but he just yeah. keeps going, man. Kudos to him because that dude's working hard, man, and he's they're asking him to do a lot. Um, I will also say uh, kudos to uh, Achira Francisco uh, just for being awesome. Yeah, I like that. And being over. <laughs> um, did you see any of King of DDT? Uh, I have not, but I do know, uh, the, the challenge that was laid upon. Okay. So, you know what? Yeah. The main of the, the, the finals, I went four and a half on. It was really good. You have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, probably the bright spot of the whole, cause it's, it's four shows. Um, I mean, what you got 14 matches, eight, four tournaments. There's about 30 matches if you're just watching tournaments and like a random thing here and there. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the, the the last night of the tournament, uh, you get Kazu Sadahaguchi and Tetsuya Endo, and then you get T Hawk and Akito. Uh, but then there's this tag match, and it's Tenshoko Dino and Sego Tachibana against Saki Akai and Yukio Sakaguchi. And I went three <laughs> stars on this um, because Dino and I, I, I'm going to say, so me and Demetrius were watching this the other night when he was over and like, we couldn't, like, I thought we were going to wake people up. We were laughing so hard. Dino and Tachibana come out with like, like what the hell are those? The, um, Like the pantyhose over their head, like they're a robber. Oh, okay. And Dino's got this thing pulled back so hard. His like eyes are legitimately like facing like, like, like four o'clock and and seven o'clock, on like a clock. Like it's so pulled back. I don't know how he can see stockings. Thank you, Demetrius. And his like nose is scrunched up, and his face like it looks like somebody's like sitting on his head. He can barely see. And so like Nicholas Cage in Raising Arizona when he's like <laughs> robbing for diapers. And it's just like so pressed against his head. You're like, what? Yeah, like. And he, he keeps pulling it back tighter and tighter. And Tachibana's got it. And Yukio Sakaguchi is laughing so hard, 
he like he's like telling Sasuke he broke that? he's like Did you, you send him for the man he's like I can't he, he couldn't even go in the ring and then he so Saki Okai and Sego start doing this spot where they both so Tachibata gets you know kneels down and starts doing his ah, ah, his like side head turn thing then Saki Akai gets down right in his face and she starts doing it back at him <laughs> and they're going back and forth and then you know the, the wrestling happens and then you know they do the standoff so then Tachibata goes and tags in Dino and then Akai goes and tags in Sakaguchi and Dino pulls it even tighter and just stares at Sakaguchi and he just starts laughing even harder and then he has to just tag out he's like you gotta go in there I can't look at this guy oh, wow. and it was so funny watching Saki, Sakaguchi and finally Sakaguchi ties the, the nylon or the stockings together and like shit cans them over the top rope and it rips both of them off and then he just starts beating the crap out of all of them because they're it's not out of the face anymore. But it's like <laughs> and this, this is only uh, the final one? Yeah, this is this is like the match before T Hawk and Endo. It's on my um, thing, like to watch. Like it's on when I turn my Xbox Internet Explorer on, it's like right there. Like the play it's like got a friend's play so i'll definitely watch that before work tomorrow night i'm I'm excited it is it is one of the reasons why once again if you want to come to is my number one women's wrestler of 2020 so far oh yeah yeah this is why you go to ddt when you want comedy because yeah it was in sakaguchi was human and it was just so funny why he couldn't look at i'm excited to see him laugh and to show emotion besides murder and then every time he'd start laughing or start slightly looking back in the ring, Dino would just yank that thing back as tight as he could, and Sakaguchi could not do it. Like, I don't know if for a minute, like, it was, like, shoot, he couldn't look at him. <laughs> it, was, <laughs> it was so funny. Because he just, he couldn't do it. He, like, he, he tagged out and was like, you got to go in there. And he, he like, he went and was, like, looking at, like, looking at the end. so awesome. Trying to get his, it was so good, but yeah, I, you know, T Hawk or Endo calls up Kenny Omega. Um, maybe Peter Pan next year. Yeah, I, I mean, depending on the uh, the travel, uh, that would make more sense and and would draw and sell a lot of tickets. So you know, and here's the thing: you could still unless if Mania is open and and they do, you know, coming to America, oh, do it there. Yeah. Get a you, little, know, you, you could definitely get a little bigger venue for that. You could probably get about a three thousand seater. Yeah, that would that's a good way to look at it. Like theoretically, they could still do it. You just have Kenny fly over, have him quarantine for two weeks, or you know, or do the <clears> testing <throat> they need you to do. Have the match mm-hmm. and then fly back over and do the testing. You, you'd you'd have him off of AEW TV for three or four weeks. Injury angle, you say. Yeah, Will he be I mean, TNT champion? Oh, yeah, that's when you have Adam Page take him out. Spoiler. <laughs> but, I mean, I get it. That match you're going to want to save for something big. And, they're, you know, if they're talking about trying to do that, that Tokyo Dome show. Yeah, there with, you go. With Kevin Noah, you know, yeah, there's your, there's your ticket. And maybe that's So does you... Okada go to that show backstage if Omega is performing at that show? If that ever happens, who knows? Just to say hello. Maybe. Why not? And then they start talking, you know. And then ah, uh, maybe we get to that 
that uh um like were they the, friends like did they go out to dinner ever i don't i don't think they did Did they no. chat really he was more friends with the bucks than anything yeah but like when you have someone such you know your equal during that time like you're the talk of wrestling like wouldn't you be like okay like i'm sure okada's a gamer he's more of a fisherman yeah he's more of an outdoorsy guy i suppose it's kind of like how they, uh, when that, when that, uh, that they makes, did the big it makes me really thing. sad. So I don't think they did, but yeah, I mean, so King of, King of DDT though, it was, it was an average tournament. Um, there wasn't a lot that was like mind blowing, but even with that talent, I didn't, I think the best thing I had in the first round was a three and a half, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't bad, but <laughs> I will say the, uh, the Dan Shoko Dino versus Yuki Ueno match was, um, a little interesting to say the least. That was a that was an odd one. <laughs> oh man, I've never seen. Uh, yeah, I'm not even gonna say what some of the stuff Dino did to him. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> um, what else? We never got? thought I'd ever say that. You know what's crazy is I, I have a question for you. Does uh, Game Changer Wrestling get you know light tubes on wholesale? Do you think? Yeah, they just, I mean, good God. Well, so here's, here's my question. I think you might have just answered it. Um, if Sunday we're going to do that, that show on the PWI 500, do we want to just save the three WWE shows for Sunday and then close out with Game Changers since we're almost out of time here? Yeah, I'm game with that. And then that gives us more than just ranting and complaining for two hours for people to hear. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Um, I just... Like, like here, like, I mean, we, we can go through this real quick, but I, I'll be a hundred percent honest with you. I haven't kept up. So I really don't, I really don't have a strong opinion on, on all out, like to, to give a good preview with you. Um, that's my, that's my only thing about it. Like, I think it'd be better to review it than to preview it. Cause like, I really don't know anything about the Moxie MJF buildup for that much. Um, I don't know so anything. Do you, so you just don't watch AEW or? My problem is AEW and NXT, I'll get behind like four weeks and then I'll yeah, watch them all on like one night. Oh, that's interesting. I try to do so that, like, but it was just like way too much. But AEW, I've been more consistently watching over the last two months, I would say. Maybe I missed like two shows. Like my goal is to is to watch all of AEW, um, like tomorrow, and like uh, maybe may, I might watch a show tonight and then watch a couple tomorrow after Summit and then maybe one more before I watch all out and try to get watch like the last three or four of them while I'm playing like NBA 2K21 that comes <laughs> that came out today or the new Avenger game or something and kind of do both. Mm-hmm. Like I know about I know about like Guevara injuring Hardy. And I know about, like, I loved the, the Brody Lee Cody thing. I did watch that. That, to me, is what you should have did with Karrion Cross and Keith Lee. I don't know what the yeah. hell they were doing with that. that. That's another reason I want to save that. Because I got a lot to say about that. Um, so, I mean, I, I understand the – I don't get the Scorpio Sky being in there with those guys. Um because he's man. trying to be a singles wrestler. Oh, wait, but it's a tag match. Uh, do you want me to just go down the matches, and then that'll pique your interest? Yeah, so I mean, then Young you Bucks. Questions. So, I mean, yeah, like I got the card in front of me, too, but yeah, take okay. over, take over on this. 
No, so uh, Britt Baker, who has had a pretty good feud with the Big Swole, uh, while Britt Baker was kind of on the shelf there, uh, you know, with, with her injury. I forgot what it was, nose something or teeth, I, I forget. But it's been, you know, kind of a nice uh, nice thing with Big Swole, you know, a lot of backstage stuff, a lot of getting in her face, uh, you know, and then, of course, Britt Baker, you know, getting uh, the one-up on her, which apparently is going to be in a, I'm only assuming it's a satire on the WWE's Eye for an Eye match, uh, which originated with AEW first, but uh, these two women will have a tooth and nail net match, which I don't know why. <laughs> Isn't it just like a falls called anywhere or something? Or a- Tongue in cheek? Nope. Uh, maybe. Uh, next up is a broken rules match. WWE much? Um, uh, Matt Hardy oh. taking on Sammy Guevara. Like you said, Sammy Guevara uh, carelessly in quotes, uh, through a chair at Matt Hardy from a, a pretty short distance, busting him wide open oh, in the head, and then, of course, having Matt Hardy glitch all over uh, during being the elite and, and I believe, in AEW. But he's going hard for Sammy because Matt Hardy can never die or whatever gimmick he steals from uh, Lance, uh, Lance Archer there. But uh, it's a broken rules match, so what that means is if Hardy loses, he will leave AEW. So we all know what will happen there? Uh, well, we won't know what will happen. A special attraction tag match. Jurassic uh, Express, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus taking on the Bucks of Youth, uh, the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson here. This match happened, Ryan, because they were teaming up with each other and taking on two heel teams, and the winners would then face each other at all outs. Oh. Cool. So that's why it was just pretty much get the bucks on the card. <laughs> Sorry. Next up, then, eight-man tag, the Dark Order, Brody Lee, Cole Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, who I love all these guys now, and especially uh, uh, five and ten or wherever the hell they are over on the uh, being the elite. Fantastic character building on that show. If you don't watch it, please, a wonderful companion piece. Take it on Matt Cardona. Scorpio Sky and the Natural Nightmares, Dustin Rhodes, and COVID Marshall, a QT Marshall, sorry. Uh, so that's happening. I, I have no idea why. I'm with you. Next up, 21 Casino Battle Royale. The winner receives a future AEW World Championship match because we all, and I love these guys, but we all know Austin Gunn and John Moxley is going to sell, right? <laughs> Chuck Does Taylor, Austin Trent, or... Ortiz, Santana, Jake Hager, Austin Gunn, Billy, Sean Spears, Eddie Kingston, The Blade, The Butcher, Ray Phoenix, Pentagon Jr. Let's get everybody on the fucking card. Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Lance Archer, and Darby Allen. Why were the heels going against each other in promos being all heelish? It made no sense, but it was kind of fun to see, uh, especially Jake the Snake accusing someone of drinking on air, which was really random. You got to watch that from this week, Ryan, because it was a really weird build. Uh, and AEW had it on their YouTube page, which was even crazier because it was embarrassing to watch because Taz got flustered. Uh, in a match where I know you'll be excited for, Hikaru Shida will defend her AEW Women's World Championship against a Thunder Rosa. Maybe I've seen her. Maybe I haven't. I'm not sure, Ryan. Sell me. 
she's uh I believe she's still NWA women's champion. Um I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, a lot Is she people, gonna bring her belt with her? Maybe. I mean they could. Uh she Is Billy won... Corgan gonna pop? I hope he doesn't show up then. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> when he's trying to do weekly pay per views now. Um talk about nineteen seventy nine. She probably got her most TV notoriety when she was Cobra Moon in Lucha Underground. I don't know what that was. All right, what's our next match, Alex? FTR, Cash Harwood, and Dax Wheeler with Tully Blanchard uh, taking. Yes, Tully Blanchard now manages them because the fortune foursome is coming. Um, FTR challenging... uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. This is what you will classify as a banger? Does Are you excited Hangman, for that match? Um, Page has also been befriending FTR since they enjoy a beer or three. So do they do Page, FTR, and Sean Spears as the new horseman? Until Cody comes back, and then it's the fivesome. Well, no, and then you can then you can have Paige set up against Moxley eventually. Ooh, and then that's how you finally get Kenny the title. <laughs> <laughs> when he um, beats MJF, oh, but I mean, I, I, I think it'll be good. It should be good. Now, is it too obvious to go with the swerve? Yeah, but it's been obvious for a while and they haven't done it, so I think that helps. Um, my only issue is... As Saucer and Bailey that, by the way. <laughs> is that the revivals haven't been what I thought they were going to be. Like, they they were talking about, we're, we come into this company and we're going to do everything that we do in this environment. It's going to change the game up. But they've they've kind of more developed into having more AEW-style matches than what they were doing. It's it's kind of, in a weird way, the opposite of when a guy would jump to the E, and we'd be like, oh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do, like Nakamura, when he got to the yes. main roster. And we're like, oh, he's just wrestling like an E, e wrestler. Who's Brian Danielson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, there you go. Like, in a weird way, the Revival are kind of wrestling more the AEW style than the NXT Revival that we were dying to see. You mean see the there. NWA style? Yeah, like, that's what we wanted, and they're yeah. not doing that, and it's just, it's weird. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's just weird. Yeah. But I, I'm sure this should be good. Um, for this next match, talk about weird. It is a Mimosa Mayhem match, which could oh, be won God. by pinfall submission or throwing the opponent into a tank of Mimosa. Uh, Le Champion Chris Jericho will take on Orange Cassidy. Uh, will this better? Will this be better than uh, Orange Cassidy and Pack? We'll find out. Who gets thrown in, in the Mimosa, Ryan Cassidy or Jericho? I couldn't give a shit. John Moxley defending his AEW World Championship against MJF. Yes, WrestleCast Radio did interview MJF two years ago during this StarCast 1 weekend uh, two-year anniversary uh, with Wardlow, who we saw at Warrior Wrestling. Uh, Moxley is banned from using his paradigm shift. Yes, the Death Rider itself. 
so he can't use his finisher. Uh, does he call it the Death Rider to get away with it? We'll find out. But obviously, all signs point to MJF to winning. Correct? They bu- this is a match where they have booked themselves. Into he's undefeated. He's undefeated. That's yep, the, you know undefeated. one of the gimmicks. But so that makes sense for him to win because he's undefeated. But you you put all your stock in Moxley. He just got number one on the PWI. Number so one. Than he had. You're in a lose-lose situation here. And if you do a mm-hmm. schmoz, you're... What if you get newly free agents here while we have a few seconds left? Uh, don't forget, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast, 20% off using code Labor Day. Uh, also, uh, BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Strong Style Media. Also, wherever you pod your cast, WrestleCast Radio or Strong Style Media. Ryan, uh, what if the Beast Incarnate uh, makes his way down uh, and, and just F5s everyone and sends everyone uh, into a trademark, we are ending the show. What would you do to your TV if Lesnar takes out everyone? I'd just giggle. And then I'd go, oh, man, it's getting really hard to defend them bringing in all these WWE people. <laughs> Three to D. Would Con pay him $40 million? Gosh, I don't know. I, the, here's the thing is, I feel like Vince would match whatever offer he got and give him less, and tell me he gets less dates. So he realizes it's just leverage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I don't think Lesnar would ever go to AEW though, because they would want him to work every week. Oh, man, who's his who's his mouthpiece? Brandy Rhodes cutting promos on dark. Damn. He's like, so Brian Cage is the Cage. Lashley of AEW. He's going to call him out. <laughs> we got all of it in there. Uh, Demtris said Tully. Be his mouthpiece. Ooh. That would I'd be, be fine with that. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. So it's a sixum. God bless America. You know, I, I like AEW, but sometimes I just scratched my head and like, oh, what are they doing? I, honestly, like, them in New Japan are booking, like, Connecticut. I, I'll and Connecticut hasn't been bad. Hot take right now, Ryan. If you would have told me I enjoy Seth Rollins matches in the last couple of shows, um, I would tell you to punch me in the face. No, to give me seven of, chops. A lot of people liked Rollins and Dominic. You want, you I, want I appreciate Rollins. Rollins was the right opponent for him because he's the right guy to lead Dominic, which he did in that match, I will say. I, eight matches on SummerSlam. I had four at th- or three at three stars and one at three and three quarters. Wow. You want to know the other, that was a breezy watch for me. You would know the, here's the other crazy thing. I also had a two and three quarters and, and a two and a half, a two. And ironically, a two. I didn't have anything under a two like I normally do. Wow. Yeah. I, so you gave your lowest rated match of the night was Sasha and Asuka, is what you're telling no, that me. No, that was my highest rated match. Whoa. <laughs> I, went, I went to three and three quarters on Sasha and Asuka. Did I just William Regal did Asuka. <laughs> Here's a... Here's a, uh, <laughs> here, 
you want here's a bigger spoiler for you. Eight matches on payback. Okay. Yep. Here's my match. It's all, it's a SmackDown pay per view, isn't it? Like half the matches are SmackDown, or like seven matches. I had um, I had a one and a quarter, three and a half, two and three quarters, a two, a three, three and a quarter, three and a half, and then a two. I actually braided that so deep. I had you I gave had the championship matches. match at two. Yeah. It was, it was the exact same match as SummerSlam, and then you just add Roman for 30 seconds. Because he didn't even come out until the end of it. Ah, I can't wait to get your thoughts on the whole Roman Reigns situation. And his teeth. Oh my god, yeah, his teeth. Uh, walk in, wreck everyone, and leave. His teeth was but like I- how Robert Pattinson's teeth were in, uh, in Tenet. <laughs> I mean, I had two three-and-a-half matches on that show. Bobby Lashley, Apollo Cruz, two and or three and a half, man. Mm. Bobby Lashley works. I I I really like Bobby Lashley. Like people dog him, but that dude works hard every time. I mean, when I said that to you and you re- rewatch Lashley and Aleister Black, you're like, holy crap, this is the best match to WrestleMania. Yeah, that was a good <laughs> match, and and Lashley like, has been doing good stuff since you know the post Lana thing. Um, everything's been going up because he's you know he knows his worth and. He's been getting stuff, you know, the mic time, which I think has helped him, you know, and then, mm-hmm. you know, him aligning himself with MVP, the Hurt Business, weird name, but whatever, it's old school, I get it, Shelton Benjamin, you know, rocking it there, uh, you know, getting getting Cedric Alexander or Ricochet, possibly, um, so that could be interesting, but uh, I, I I like what what they're doing, Lashley Cruz, my only gripe is the, the hot potato of, of the U.S. Championship. Yeah, agreed. And and it's like, what are you doing with Cruz there? He's winning, he's losing, losing, he's winning. Like, it's just kind of gets old. Same thing with Lashley. Like, Cruz can never get momentum is the problem. Like, he he gets, they push him, but then they don't let him get momentum going. Like, he's the guy who should be in, in the, the Hurt Locker or whatever the hell they're called. You know, <laughs> just have him go go hard and ham. Like, that's that young guy they have. But I think... I mean, Cedric Alexander was the obvious choice, you know, especially with MVP going to him uh, in the last couple of Raws, you know, maybe a few weeks ago. Um, but I think Ricochet would, would make kind of cooler sense, too, in a way, and give him a, a newer character. Yeah, I, I think it'll end up being Cedric because I think they they see Ricochet always as that white meat baby face like they wanted Pac to be. Yeah, um, but he could be a dick. He could, and he'd be good at it. Realistically, to be honest, I'm okay with either of those two guys doing it because it's just those guys need to. They deserve a push, and any way mm-hmm. you're going to get either one of them to get more TV time is fine with me. What about Ali then? I mean, wouldn't that be a, a crazy addition? Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, but they could pull a Rick Ross and you know befriend the police. Rose. Shut up, so, yeah, we could talk those because I, I want to I want to talk about NXT too on on Sunday because I got some thoughts about that, um, whatever that was at the end there. Um, <laughs> just like Kenny, good, good, good. You know, innards. You're just like, yeah, this is cool. Where are they gonna go? And then it has its moments like, okay, I get it. And then you're like, oh, cool. And then Champa, huh? He's dominated again. And then you're like, oh, Robert Pattinson, he's driving backwards. What's happening? 
And then you're like, oh, and then, oh, what's, oh, time's running out. Oh, what did, no, they can't do that. Oh, <laughs> NXT. Yeah. So I didn't even watch it because I knew that was going to happen. I knew there was going to be some way that you knew that was going to happen. Oh yeah, and and I mean they already have a graphic in NXT Super Tuesday on the side of it. It's two. There's Roman numeral two. Fire Fest two. You manga. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God! Record that. I want that as a uh, a ringtone. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he's doing it. You manga. Hey, your boy Desmond Wolf's coming back to uh, to announcing since Maro yeah. Anallo got uh, or, or left the E in NXT. Head home. I just found it funny that Corey Graves was his replacement. I was like, really? Oh, God. Yeah, Be, a star. Be a star. Be a star. Coming dog shit. Um, <laughs> did you watch all of the uh, Tournament of Survival? Uh, I did. I did indeed. It was it was fun. It was you know fun. it was easy to watch. You know, it Are was we nice. Going to collective? Are we going or am I coming over? But I think we should go. It's an eight and a half hour drive from your house. That's not too bad. It's I I'm I'm excited that they're gonna drive five. What did you say? I said I'll drive five. Hey, hey, I have a sleep machine now, so I won't fall asleep driving us home like I did in Chicago where I had to pull oh. over Alex you're going to have to drive I can't stay awake because <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sleep apnea cocaine is a hell of a drug this, dude I'm, I gotta tell you man they did a great job building 440 and still keeping the gauge thing going and Ricky mm-hmm. Gage man is such a douchebag God, oh the worst Oh, I love him. And Nick Gage, by the way, is great commentator. commentator. Yeah. When, yeah. when Atticus Kogar slipped on the rope, what a what a pussy. You suck. You're going to get your ass beat. <laughs> I Snapchatted that because I thought that was the funniest thing ever. Like I'm like, dude, he's just like murdering him on commentary. Expletives galore. And then I saw in Botchamania, Matthew, who, again, we also, two years ago, interviewed, um, did it and showed it. But it had the words on there. I'm like, God, Nick F. Engage is amazing. I, I this love guy, this like, no wonder why he's 62 on the PWI 500. Yes, Nick <laughs> it, F. Engage. But he's worth it. He's awesome. It, he's a gem. It's, it's like we said, it, you know, a couple weeks ago when we ran and we brought him, when we were talking about ah, something. You suck. <laughs> You're gonna get child to get your ass kicked. <laughs> He's just screaming at him. But nobody feels more big league than a Nick Gage entrance. Like the crowd yeah. is like a monster. And he's just he's like a white new jack. And he's but well New Jack just ran in the ring and started kicking the shit out of people or killing them. Like <laughs> Nick, wow. Nick, Nick Gage is like hugging every person and shoulder bumping and Letting like people are pushing him and he's just like getting hyped up with so like a high Sandman. Yeah, it it was just uh, well Sandman I think was too drunk to to connect with fans. He was trying to run to the ring. He was taking (laughs) their beer and squeezing boobies. It's just like man, he just like (laughs) I I I get like goosebumps when when you hear that pop when he comes out. Like he is a star. R C K all day. Boom. 
what is RCK? Ryan Ryan Cook Kill. I was like, why does he keep texting me this? And then I was like, RSK, Ryan Saunders kill. Oh, yeah. I'm a, I I love what he, and he's sitting there and he's like, I can't wait till I get back from this injury because I'm going to get back in that ring and start hurting people and start fucking people <laughs> up. He's like, I'm rooting for Allie Cat, though, when, when she was taking on Atticus Goger. Like, his commentary <laughs> was wonderful, but, but my favorite is like he would say like there would be like a, a uh, let's just say a Spanish fly or like one move I'm like that's that's not gonna take care of him though he's good he's like no nah, that, that's not gonna take care of him no nah, no nah. he gets hurt with like nineteen light tubes like no nah, he'll be fine <laughs> I watched the, the best the one he, yeah uh uh-huh. oh go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead and finish up. No, I was gonna say uh, I was trying to find it, but he, the the wrestler he was talking about, um, damn it, where is it? Is it Ryan? Yeah, Eric Ryan. Where he was like, it's like, no, nah, that's not gonna finish finish Eric Ryan though. No, nah, no, nah. he's like, no, nah, that 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 will finish finish Eric Ryan. Like he kept like saying, no, nah, just don't worry, that that's not gonna finish. Like he was like, these guys would have to be murdered. <laughs> and he kept putting over how much he's in order for them to lose. I wish I didn't respect this piece of shit because I really don't like the guy, but he's really tough. <laughs> <laughs> he so Dirty Daddy uh, Chris Dickinson faced Priscilla Kelly in the main event of the Beyond Show, and like Dickinson gives her like this jaw-jacking right hand because you know Dickinson will stiff anyone; he doesn't care. And Nick Gage is like, he's like, I can't lie. So, watching this shit kind of turns me on sometimes Watching people just get punched in the fucking mouth like that <laughs> <laughs> He's like wow. I get off on this stuff <laughs> And then she gets up and starts hitting him He's like yeah He goes I want to wrestle her sometimes She looks like she might be able to kick someone's ass Like <laughs> so funny <laughs> oh. I, 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 The more and more I watch Anything like that or listen to The stuff with him like I mm-hmm. legit tell this dude loves pro wrestling. Yeah, it's like Samoa Joe on commentary where you just know they appreciate the art and and everything that is pro wrestling. Where that's why you know we can follow them and 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 listen to them and and be engaged, um, you know, with with what we're watching because we can feel their excitement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's good, man. Um, he was he was a breath of fresh air, but. Uh, yeah, Speaking of Breath of Fresh Air uh, Heel I mean is he going to be on your heel list um, Ricky Shane Page Do you think he's, man, he's, he's good He is real good Talk man. about scumbags Yeah I I think now that we're going to get A lot more game changer shows And have a bigger sample size um, I always said he Was one of the best And a lot of the stuff that I talked about was um you know involving their feud that they had going um he's gonna he's gonna jump up that list and and I almost put him on the list um instead of Nia Jax, but I thought Nia Jax was funnier just because of the you know she's like the stiffest human being in the world with injuring people um, but you know there just wasn't a big enough sample size compared to Ata Shino Kaido Ashida and evil um 
And Evil was kind of a joke, too, to be fair. But when end of the year comes out, Ricky Shane Page is going to be right in that top three. I mean, he's he's great. and yeah. He's using Nick Gage's finisher and looking at him while yeah. he's doing commentary and, and so pinning his opponents there. And, and, and yeah. oh, my God, I thought Nick Gage was going to lose his mind. Like, oh, I, and, and he's, <laughs> he's laughing at him. And he's calling him out. <laughs> and, excuse me, it was so good, too. Because he beats Jimmy Lloyd. Um, Dude, the needles. And then... Sticking the needles through Jimmy Lloyd's uh, cheeks. Do you remember that? Yeah. Squirting the water out of it. Mm -hmm. Talk about a heel. And then he squashes Eric Ryan. And just just keeps doing the stuff. But then you finally build to the big baby face who who not only had to go through Schlack, but he went through Atticus Kogar. And Alex Colon... And he gets a dominant win over Ricky Shane Page. And mm-hmm. I think what was so good about the story is because I don't think they know how long or when Nick Gage will ever come back. They're building their baby face to take that spot in case. Mm-hmm. And it was oh, great. Oh, good call. Because he, he probably, like, Ricky Shane Page didn't take up any damage this whole tournament. And he he changed his gear every time he wrestled, like trying to be like a big star. But that match with Ricky Shane Page, I bet you he broke a hundred light tubes over him. <laughs> well, they had what a three D log cabin stack of tubes. <laughs> it, and then he just kept taking him off the ropes and just hitting him and just taking ding, him off. Ding, ding, yeah. off. Like they made Alex Colon look like a star, and then and then he. Did that spare fly through that, that table, that tube castle oh. thing you said. And then Ricky Shane Page picked up that giant wheel with the light tubes coming out of it. And yeah, the wheel! It. Holy shit, yeah. So they made, like, I went four stars on that match. Like, I thought it rocked. I went four stars. I, I would go four on that, but I would go four and a half on uh, on Schlack and Alex Cologne, the, the first round match for both gentlemen, oh, which was insane. Because holy shit, in Schlack, I trust in hardcore and death matches. That man is the devil incarnate. <laughs> I I put in parentheses what uh, a violent in just capital letters. <laughs> That's what that I have a lot like. of swears in mine. Oh my god! I mean, that was really good. And um, I th- I thought Atticus Cole scramble was good. And, uh, Alley Cat wasn't bad. Very good match. Very good match, yes. Um, the other first round, the Shane Mercer Eric Ryan match was probably the weaker out of the out of the first round, but Shane Mercer really impressed me. He he did a one handed gorilla press and then swung a light tube at him on the way down. Yes, yeah. Or he had that mace that he was swinging around. When he came out, yeah. I was like, Is that a mace? And then they said that I got Missouri. I was like <laughs> I was like, Yes. So that was awesome. But yeah, you mentioned that that scramble. I went three and a half on that. I'm glad AR Fox got the w. Um then and then uh I, I'm getting a pop by the way. Went for that, that shooting star press and then Jordan Oliver came in out of nowhere and caught him with a with like a top rope cutter. The cutter, RKO, yep, yep. That yeah. was nuts. And then the minute he landed sort of AR Fox that four fifty. Jordan Oliver KTV. Man, I, Who's this KTB? Because that's Kyle the Beast from the woods. Who? That's Kyle the Beast. 
Well, he's awesome, and he can move crazy for a big man. Quick kicks, crazy strength. This guy is a beast. Thanks, Kyle. He's um he's the guy who at spring break wrestled um Marco Stunt that we when we popped so hard. Really? Yep. And that debut, and then and then they, the next year he wrestled the guy with no legs. Oh no, that was Deppin wrestled no legs. That was Deppin, yeah. Um, but Jordan Oliver, man, I I really dig Jordan Oliver. I think he's got a scummy ass gimmick that that works. He's and if a you look, and, and if you look at the beginning of um, the pandemic until now, that dude's put on ten fifteen pounds of muscle. I mean, he looks like he's about 12 years old. <laughs> he had a great run as the CZW Wired champion when he was doing the whole Young, Dumb, and Broke gimmick with him. So he, like, I I like him. I think he's good. I think he's got something to him that if he stick And him and Myron Reed are an awesome tag team together. Oh, my God. They're a team together? Because Myron Reed, my gosh. That reverse Rana on KTV. Oh. And I don't know if you remember, but we saw Myron Reed uh, live. At Warrior? No, he was with Marche Rocket um, in the the three-on-one match against Brody at Dragon Gate USA. Wow, what? Yeah, he was like like the really young-looking scrawny guy. Wow. Well, that guy is amazing now. So, yeah. <laughs> where to go, Myron Reed? I mean, that whole young crop of talent that they have. Um, I mean, with, with Everett, uh, Everett, I thought was was really good too. But uh, um, yeah, it was cool seeing that they brought in Everett and Aaron Fox. I wasn't expecting that. And I mean, but like you mentioned, they they, they didn't even use Alex Zane or Blake Christian, who are on their roster. yeah. But, yep. There, thank you, uh, Lee Moriarty, who's yep, really yep. Really awesome, uh, um, you know, and and of course any of the rascals, but Zachary, you know. Um, but anywho, uh, we have Blake like Christian, Trey Lamar, Trey Lamar, who, who yep, Trey uh, Lamar. Who's they didn't use there. um, they didn't use Deppin. Yeah, no Deppin. They got a squad. Well, he's got the pure he, tournaments, right? Yeah, yeah. That starts, I think, the twelfth. No Marty. So I mean it's it's cool, man. I, I thought it was cool. And then and then the dirty Eddie comes out and squashes Eddie only, who's just a complete prick. <laughs> I love how while he's beating the shit out of him and hitting him with that giant Pazuzu bomb through the door, Eddie only still has the cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> I have three stars squash, yes. I'm like, no. <laughs> I love these dirty cigarettes. Oh, uh, Dickinson's so sweet. And then, you know, and then as we said, the the whole, uh, you know, Alex Colon getting made like that with Ricky Shane Page. Back-to-back uh, winner. Tournament of mm-hmm. Survival. It was awesome. He the first, was oh, no, him and Gage. Him and Gage, right? Yeah, I think they're the only two. You know, they, it was good. It was good. Who I'm was the to, other winner? Of the tournament of survival, yeah. So if they each won two, that's four. This was the fifth. Let's see, tournament of survival. Um, Just randomly, who who do you think uh, 
Who do you think? So Alex Colon last year, I had because G G Raver couldn't wrestle. That's right. Because of the uh, when he took that bump. Um, I don't I don't know who it would have been. Hmm. Nick Gage won it. Won the second one. Um. Sequel Pay defeated Miedo Extremo to win the third one. Sequel Pay beat Nick Gage in the semis of the third one. Joey Janela wrestled PCO. Well, this was Zandig's Tournament of Survival? Oh, the third That's one, crazy. yeah. So Gage won the second one, you said? So who won the yeah. first one? Um, the it first one Danny was Havoc? By... Oh, Danny Havoc. And that was cool, too, because... Um, so so he only won one match. Or Gage only won one. Hmm. Um, what's uh, uh, he, Danny Havoc's the one who died and, and yep. uh, Alex Colon came out to his music and everything, which is cool. Ciclope. What? Yeah, remember Ciclope? No, that's WCW. just so random that he was in there. Yeah, that, <laughs> why would he win? <laughs> He, uh, him and, uh, he beat Alex Cologne in the first round. <clears throat> Excuse me. If I go to my 2019 awards, mm-hmm. um, what the hell are my awards? I had, um, I had a, a Ciclope match as like, like a four and a quarter or four and three quarters that tag match from the, the, the Japan shows, the GCW Japan shows. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me, damn. I'm choking or something over here. I don't know where the hell my um my award... Oh, here we go. Let me see. Maybe it was on this one. Yeah, Hate Trash Disaster, Schlack and Marcus Crane, Russell Los uh, Masios, which is Ciclope and Miedo Extremo. Um, I went four and three quarters on that match. Wow. Yeah, so he's that's nuts. Say, man rocks in these death matches. <laughs> well, Sunday day. we'll have to get into it too. Here, uh, we'll talk obviously the the WWE shows and uh, NXT, and then we'll go over. So that. you're saying watch payback is what you're saying? I it like wasn't anything that's gonna like blow you away, but it it wasn't like a bad show. I guess is the way I put it. Okay. Interesting. Like I was well, we like, got oh. all out though. Yep, we got all out on on Sunday. I still want to try to watch Rev Pro too. I heard it was actually really good. Who was it? The uh, tag match with Osprey? Or was he? Yes. With the um, MJO also... or OJM or uh, OJMO. And Carl Fletcher, my God, he he's bulked up too. Ah, love that tank. Yeah, so um, I uh, missed that changer, tank. Uh, Game Changer has a show on Sunday. Um, Chris Dickinson and Alex Cologne, ACH and Blake Christensen, uh, Ricky Shane Page, Matthew Justice, and those are the only announced matches so far. But Dickinson, Alex Cologne, man, that's kind of cool. And Blake Christian and ACH, that should be really good, too. What else would be cool if we went to Josh Barnett's Blood Sports Sunday, October 11th at 8 p.m.? Oh, man. 
Should man, is there anything about when the collective is going to go on sale? I don't think so. I think they're doing the people with tickets from Tampa, Joe Janela, Spring Break four at seven p.m. Saturday, October tenth. I figure we we don't even really. I mean, we can get into town late Friday and just go Saturday and Sunday. Man, I I think we definitely need to. It's something to think about. I forgot too. They're showing one of the N one Victory Nights on Fight TV. Whoa! Just one. Yeah, just just only one. Yeah, randomly. Yeah, right now there's no package or anything yet on uh, Fight TV. It looks like. Just get DDT Universe, y'all. Nine ninety nine. Speaking of random, uh, we're gonna close up the show tonight. Like we said, we should hopefully be back Sunday nights uh, after Tenet's viewing two and new mutants because it's going to be horrible uh but it'll be fun because it's going to be horrible uh but uh what do we got uh, tomorrow night on the summit sir uh tomorrow night on the summit we have a tv title main event eight taking on cano um we also have asami kodaka making his first deathmatch title defense against ricky shane page Ooh. uh walter and shuji shikawa will be in action um taking on enhancement talent so we can watch some beatdowns, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, Ishikawa and Walter three is on September 25th at our next big show in a cage. Um, loser does not get a title match until the other drops the title. So that'll be fun. Shitaro Ashino is the number one contender waiting in the wings for the winner of that. Um, uh, Koji Iwamoto is taking on KZ in a non-titled match for the junior title. Golden lovers will be in tag team action again as well, since they made their debut. Um, and then also for our round-robin women's tournament, Julia takes on Maki Ito, Yuka Sakazaki against Talia Valkyrie, Miko Satomura, Shayna Baszler, and Sasha Banks versus Miyu Yamashita. So some good, good wrestling going on uh, this Friday. I am excited to see how this is going to turn out. Ito Army out, but go buy some merch. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash... <coughs> Whoo, water forward slash WrestleCast. Sorry about that, guys. Um, twenty percent off using the code Labor Day. Seven shirts, new boom shakalaka. Check out what Ryan and I look like, Wes Anderson style. It's really cool. Uh, get your Pro Wrestling Summit shirts as well as a five other amazing WrestleCast radio shirts. And also, you can always ask the question to anyone: Do you even puro, bro? And uh, really tell them the wonderfulness and the art that is a pure Risu. Um, also, blogtalk.com forward slash strong style media. And wherever you pod your cast, just search a WrestleCast radio or uh, strong style media. Um, follow us on Twitter at WrestleCast underscore SSM. Uh, we're going to get better at that. It's been a slow couple of weeks. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you guys later. Facebook, Russell, Russell Cast Radio, uh, Strong Style Media, Twitch.tv, a forward slash Russell Cast, and, uh, Pop Culture is coming back. I don't know, Monday, Tuesday. We, no, not Tuesday, probably Monday. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, that's Ryan. I'm Alex. We'll see you on Sunday. Uh, all out. I can't wait. Luchasaurus. I just gave the piece out to the microphone like I'm like really doing Oh the shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're out boys. Have a good one.